Hey, this is Alessio coming at you before the episode yet again, uh, shamelessly promoting an Indiegogo campaign for a new short film that I'm working on called Hate. It is a work-life balance, anxiety, depression, stigma of mental health in the workplace fueled uh, surreal nightmare, uh, think office space by way of one hour photo, or like a postmodern millennial falling down, if you guys remember that film with Michael Douglas. Anyway, um, you can check it out, hateshortfilm.com. We are going, I believe, from November the 8th to to December the 8th. Um, Being able to even have very small contributions that kind of continue throughout the length of the campaign would really, really help us out from an exposure standpoint. Um, And we would love it if you guys would take a second to check out the trailer and share. Um, But yeah, that's my pre-roll bumper. Please enjoy the skit and the episode. Thanks. Having lost the majority of the Del Monte clan to various cave-dwelling trolley snacks, Haribo gummy bears, and dried apricots from Trader Joe's, Leon Del Monte carried the remaining members of his clan to the steps of Castle Cetrusius. Many have fallen, but here we stand, with our trusty friend Iparg, to smite the beast once and for all. Come now, kinsmen. Iparg! Lend me my canning apparatus. We'll only get one shot at this. Quickly! Eparg! Quickly! Twas the fruits of your labor that cost you your life, my lord. No! Eparg, how could you? My name is literally Grape, spelled backwards. How did you not realize... You fool! There, laid bare on the steps at the castle Citrusius, laid the remainder of the Del Monte clan, gutted like fish by their very mortal enemy. Fresh fruits! How will our heroes come back from this? Keep your podcasters dialed into Metal Gear Mondays to find out more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 84 of Metal Gear Mondays, the Games Club podcast covering all things Metal Gear and Metal Gear adjacent from top to bottom, left to right, inside and out in pseudo-chronological order. Uh, As always, I am your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this is me recording an intro all by myself because we split a gargantuan four-hour part one Castlevania episode into two episodes spur of the moment. So without further ado, we don't have a ton of news um, to report on this episode whatsoever. Um, So I am going to cut back into the second part of part one, otherwise known as part two of Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Enjoy the episode, you guys. So we enter the Enchanted Forest. So we're going to fight some lichens, the the werewolf people. Um, but first, we're going to fight some giant spiders, aka 
where Sam actually almost stopped playing the game. Because oh. Fuck this. Tell us about it. Not because not because of the game's mechanics or because of anything. Because one of my legitimate phobias, one of my biggest fears, is our giant spiders in video games. Like, I can't do it. Um, it like I play as an example. I play Skyrim um, exclusively in first person, unless I'm in a cave where I know I'm going to fight a spider. Then I do third person and zoom out as far as possible. I cannot stand it. And this game somehow potentially cured me. Very nice. Because Thank you, I just got so des- <laughs> I got so desensitized and like annoyed with the spiders that I was just like, oh, okay, this is like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, Bye. they walk very nasty, and I know this because mm-hmm. you rodeo clown so many <laughs> monsters in this game. Mm-hmm. Gabriel fucking rides everything. Like the subtitle of this game's got to be "Gotta Ride Them All." Uh, <laughs> There's a mounts section in the book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Um, but yeah, so essentially we go through this little area. They they introduce light magic to us, um, which is kind of like Ikaruga a little bit. So like, you, you'll take damage. The developers didn't feel the need to incorporate any sort of health items into the game, and so instead <laughs> they put that on you. Which is as you damage creatures, you build up these, you get these orbs that you can choose to either give to light magic or give to dark magic, which will be introduced later in the game. Or you can give it to both at the same time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you just yeah, hold if you the... push in both sticks at the same time, it'll suck them in. Are you serious? Both yeah. yeah. <laughs> does yeah. it like diminish how much you suck in? That's the thing. I like, don't does it equally so. split it or is it. I don't know. I couldn't tell. Gotcha. So I didn't know that. Um, I thought it was cool that you had to strategically choose, but I guess that's out of the fucking window now. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you either click in the left thumbstick for light magic or the right thumbstick for shadow magic. Um, mm-hmm. And if you attack something while you have the light magic triggered with the right bumper or R1 or L1 or left bumper, the light magic will heal you while you're doing damage. And then the shadow magic just makes you stronger. Those are effectively the only two weapon modifications in the entire game um, that are combat-focused, really. Um, but yeah, also, I found another secret door underneath a waterfall here, and again, the game hit me with a huge prompt, come back later. This game really wants me to come back later. Unfortunately, since it is completely in the face of the story and I have to repeat literal shit I've already done, I did not feel compelled to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, And that's different than backtracking, because when you backtrack typically you are sort of coming back into a place without having to watch a bunch of cutscenes again. That is not the case here, which is stupid. Um, mm. This level's got some very, very Egyptian architecture for some reason, um, which makes it pretty hard to tell like where on earth we're supposed to be. Um, I know with the vampire stuff, it feels very European, which is cool. Um, but with the other chapters, it's just sort of like you're in vague video game world. And I'm like, okay. Um there's sort of a fork in the road, which I did backtrack this left side, and it was literally the same thing on both sides. Um, and then they explained to us what combat focus is on a scroll on a corpse. Um, and so combat focus is kind of like if you do enough damage without getting hit, you can multiply the number of orbs that enemies drop when you punch them. Which, again becomes problematic when it's hard to time the fucking enemies. Yeah, and especially when you encounter... That's why you just dodge all day. (laughs) (laughs) When you encounter... Not even that's a guarantee. That's true. Well, you encounter certain enemies at a certain point, too, that will not drop orbs unless you're in this focus mode, Mm. um, which sucks when you're fighting bosses and you're trapped at, like, low health. 
and the checkpoint is like you at low health. Um, but we get to find a way to blow the open the door kind of puzzle, which just means we're doing the Bob go- bomb goblin thing again. Um, no, no, no. This is with a, a warthog. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So you use the, uh, the, 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 was it warg? Use a warg. warg. Oh no, it's no, the warthog. A warthog. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, Pumba. Yeah. So you oh, take wait, yeah you take Pumba and his armor and you smash Pumbaa. him through a door. Um, and then we jump into a tree and the level just ends with us midair. Because of mm-hmm. course it does. Great. Uh, um, Sam, take us through these underground caves. Um. So I think. Hold on a second. Because I think you get the upgrade to your. That's in your the underground. That's in the underground caves. Oh, that's what we're talking about right now. Yep. Spider zone. Get in the All zone. Right. Spider, Spider zone. zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Isaac, Isaac fell asleep in the middle of saying that. Spider zone. <laughs> What's happening? Anyway, um, so. You like you do the whip and you kind of like launch yourself into a tree and, you and do then the nana. You do the nana, yeah. This is the beginning of chapter two, by the way. So chapter one ends after the Ice Titan battle. Oh no! So chapter, chapter two. two, part one, we we just covered. So the Enchanted Forest is the beginning of chapter two. Underground Caves is part two of chapter two. Oh yeah, you're right because my note here is like a paragraph long <laughs> for the forest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, no. that's why I was confused. Um, uh, but yeah, you get into the tree. There's a bunch of spider webs all over the place, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Um, so, um, you have to kill a bunch of spiders, and you have to look for these, like, weird keys to open this this um, this door, um, and you have to cross over, like, there's a lot of, like, traversal, and they bring a very weird balancing mechanic in this one, oh, where you have to walk yeah. across these, like, spider web bridges, Um so you have to kind of like stay in the middle of the bridge. If you get too close to the edge and the game kind of determines what the quote edge is, um, very weirdly, um, you have to hold down R2. Otherwise Gabe will like fall off the web and you'll die. Mm-hmm. And this is another, um, example of how he throws up when he <laughs> is about to fall. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, he's and very some... sensitive. He will fall very he's quickly very if you don't press, uh, mm-hmm. R2. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, like, it's very, like, frustrating on those Titan battles, especially, because, like, it's very, like, if you are not, like, just so with holding the button, he'll fall. Like, if you're mm-hmm. holding R2 and then you accidentally, like, let off of it just a little bit and then, like, quickly press it back, like, he'll fall. Like, he will fall um, if you, like, look at him funny. Yeah. And he's got the <laughs> he's got the best climbing sounds. He's got his little, like, <laughs> And you're just like, wow. All right, cool. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. <laughs> the sound um, spot on. But yeah, as you as you traverse um, as you traverse through here, um, you come across another mausoleum um, where you put your cross in, and you get an upgrade, and you get a spiky forbidden chain. Ooh, and you use it to which is my which mow is down. My kink. Hey, you mow down these totems with it. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! This animation sucks. <laughs> like I'm sorry that was not constructive at all but so you encounter these little totems and like in my mind I don't know why I was like gotta go fast like this whole game I was just like let's go let's go let's go but like you encounter these totems and you, you don't really ever encounter them again after a certain point and yeah they're like I, I think like you use this 
ability like three times. Yeah. And then there are things, there are things in this game, um, where it's just like, oh, I have to use a spider that I mount to pull down this tree. Why couldn't I just use that spike? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. They completely forget that you have half the things that you have like Mm -hmm. half the time. Uh, which would have been cool if we were allowed to experiment, but it's very linear. Like, it's like you have mm-hmm. to do the thing we want you to do. And it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the way the spike thing works is like you whip the totem, which is like uh, in sort of a column with your spike chain. And then you have to pull back and push forward and pull back and push forward, except five times slower than what I just said, um, mm-hmm. with the left thumbstick until you saw the totem down. And it takes like double the amount of time that you want it to take. <laughs> Yeah, it's very weird. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, are you, like, what? Yeah, You're the not- first time it happened, I, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, like are I- you just, like, slowly jerking this totem <laughs> off? Or what are you doing? It's like a gentle jerk of mine. He's getting that wrist action. <laughs> you gotta get the gotta get the tweak in there. Yeah, and after that, we just run into uh, an area that Sam told us about earlier, the labyrinth entrance. Yay! Can you tell us about Gandalfi? It's not Pan's labyrinth. It- yeah, Gandalfi. <laughs> oh, Gandalfi gosh. is the no relation to Gandalf, by the way. Yeah, Gandalfi is the motherfucker who made who made all of these like power ups for the for the combat cross, and then just decided to bury them in these like random graves scattered around the world. Yeah, this is like it was really. It was <laughs> they mentioned that the chain, like the spikes, are just like. Well, he put spikes on the chain, and they he buried it away because like. The, the Brotherhood was just like, mm, this isn't under the spirit of this holy weapon that we're using to fucking kill shit. So, well, like, uh, anybody can make a spiked chain. Like, why? Yeah. Why was his so special that he had to, like, bury it somewhere? And then fucking Zether in one of the narrations is just like, uh, it's just like, oh, my old friend Gandalfi, <laughs> I'm so glad Gabriel has found you. It's like, uh, your it's like somebody, weapon. it's like, Somebody, it's like punch up for animated kids movies that like Patton Oswalt talks about in one of his stand ups. It's like somebody decided to write a character that they never have to animate or show you so that they could randomly mm-hmm. talk about it in these narrations and they like added it after the fact. Oh, Gandalfi, <laughs> if you were only here to see this. this oh, Gandalfi, this meaty I'm neck so boy. lost. I need your guidance. It's kind of like, here's the thing. <laughs> it would be kind of like if in like Star Wars Episode 2 they mentioned Qui-Gon all the time but then you never got Episode 1 yeah, where you know who Qui-Gon yeah, is. Yeah, it's like, oh man, the great Qui-Gon Jinn and you're like, okay. But who? But who though? Yeah, this whole area, um, I feel like we can probably just skip over it because it's literally just you're riding a warthog into a door you're in this Mayan area, you fight a werewolf, and then you turn a bull crank, and that's it. Oh, and you fall into a hole. I forgot about that. So mm-hmm. you're turning this bull crank, which becomes like a huge component of exploration in this game, which is sticking what they call, quote, a crowbar into the head of a bull, and then turning it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you just trigger this dumb environmental thing because you're in these ancient ruins, and the ruins just like start to cave in around Gabriel, and he literally stands there and watches it happen until he falls into the hole. 
he's probably got, I think I timed it. Let me check my notes. Yeah, he literally had 4.8 seconds of him just staring at things falling down before he moved, <laughs> and he still fell in the hole. It was very stupid. <laughs> uh, but anyway, now we're in these waterfalls of Agartha. Um, mm. Yeah, it's uh, this is where we mount the spider for the first time. Uh, it's an ancient city under the ground. We ride a spider Oof. around because we're weird like that, I guess. I fucking hate it. Uh, but my note, I, I, my note here, I said, once you land, you wrap around a quarter and see that you have to pull down a tree. And of course, there's another fucking spider, except this time you have to ride the spider to take down the tree. And I don't want to ride the fucking <laughs> spider. <laughs> Well, what's funny to me is after you ride the spider, so we do fight these like big werewolf men or whatever, and they've I guess mm. they were sort of introduced towards the end of the last chapter. These guys suck. Um, they mm-hmm. take way too many hits. Uh, Here's the thing. They're not that bad Like when it's just one of them and maybe like some smaller werewolves. It's when they, they introduce them in groups of like multiples, and it's the fucking worst. What about when there's three, Sam? Um, when there's three of them, I almost quit playing the game. Yeah, it's it's rough, and they all take turns just like beating the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. They they're very weak. If you hold down circle while you have the daggers, they're kind of weak to that. Oh, like the um, wave attack or whatever. yeah. Well, I realize it's because the daggers are silver daggers. Uh, well, and they actually so they give you these descriptions in the character menu uh, for mm-hmm. each creature, but it's like this isn't fucking this isn't the Witcher. Like I don't know why I need to know every single minute detail of their likes and dislikes just to like get through an enemy that you're throwing at me a thousand times. Mm-hmm. it's um, we ride another big old werewolf. Yeah. We ride another enemy, uh, right after we ride the, the, the spider, we ride a cave troll. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be real with you guys. This cave troll section, I died way too many times because they rush you with those big nose, little baby trolls the whole time. Do you guys yeah. know what part I'm talking about? You're like fighting on this like little yeah, island. Like, yeah. Holy the, mother the of God. big noses. Dude, it was rough. <laughs> um, so yeah, so hold on. We ride, let me get this right, in one level. We mount a spider. We build a mm-hmm. web bridge. Mm-hmm. We ride a cave troll to punch down a rock. Mm-hmm. And then we ride another giant spider to destroy a bridge. Or to, to get over a bridge. Yeah, because like this asshole spider in this cutscene breaks the bridge in the first yeah, place. Yeah, he just walks over it real casually like a dickhead. Yeah, and, and then you have to mount the spider to fix the bridge. It's very... Yeah, and then we come to this big yeah. church that's underground for some reason, and we get the shadow magic. And then we climb our way out, and we're good to go. And this is the cutscene where Gabe rolled a one <laughs> um, in, this, in the beginning of this next level, um, where he's climbing up, and he struggles to climb up a cliff, and there's... Um, another like large troll that sees him and is like coming after them. But then this like woman backflips on the scene and like starts to scare a troll oh, with this yeah. crystal and she crushes the crystal and summons. Uh, she, I, I call it the titty demon. <laughs> it's literally just like it summons it. And it's like, it's like, it's literally like anima from final fantasy 10. Yeah. She summons this like cut scene and it breaks its chains and then it like leans backwards and roars and you see like this top down view and it's got like these weird like gross like breasts exposed breasts. Oh, it also has <laughs> this like, weird like C-section stomach that's like all cut open yeah. and shit too, which is real weird. Yeah, and these like and these like weirdly defined nipples. Like it's very strange. Um, you have to watch it the whole to... time by the way every time that you summon it unless you press start and skip the cutscene mid summon, yeah. which is very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very weird way to do it. Um, I wanted to. I put it. I put a note in here. Um, I said, "Reminder to ask Isaac how he feels about the aforementioned titty demon." Oh my gosh! 
what you, what so, you thinking about, Isaac? What do you think about the city demon? Oh, what's weird is uh, nobody gets this joke except for patron people until like, <laughs> after the movie episodes. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's all good, guys. It's all Isaac, good. what'd you think, though? I, I've seen better. Solid response. <laughs> <laughs> Miller says, so just in case, nice. So just to kind of like nice. like briefly explain the explain what's going on here. No, but not at leave all. them in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Leave them in the dark with. <laughs> yeah. So I think my exact note um, about this demon woman was: I have no words for the mute peasant girl who summoned a new demon bird bat Seymour Aeon to roast a cave <laughs> troll and then ninja cartwheel her way up a building. Yeah, she so the weird. demon murders the troll, and then she just like backflips away and, and like then looks at Gabriel up, like, and shoots him like a quick shh with her hand, yeah. and it's like excuse yeah. me. So Gabe follows her, obviously. obviously. Well, you can't she- go the same way that she went because the game hits you with a huge <laughs> note on the screen that says, this is impossible to climb. <laughs> and I, w- I wish I was kidding. Just do it. She backflips up, up, up it. Yeah. Also, real quick, metal alert. During the load thing, Patrick Stewart describes something called the Necromantic Wars. Holy <laughs> fuck. That's the most yeah, metal the thing I've ever new- heard. Black metal death band. The necromantic wars. Like, holy yeah. shit. Um, but yeah, so in our quest to rodeo every single enemy in the game, we do this warg jumping puzzle. And then the rodeo <laughs> Olympics continue with the troll and another warg, and I believe a spider in this level. Yeah. The um, So here's the thing about the warg. All of these monsters have different abilities um, that you, when you mount them. The warg's ability is that it can climb up walls and that it can jump over gaps. And this is where it introduces the concept of sprinting, um, which you get a power-up a little bit later in the game that you will be able to sprint faster. Um, problem is, um, sprinting, you use you double-tap the left stick to sprint, and it is inelegant and poorly executed. Yeah, and that happens again with these, like, magic boots that you get later on as yeah. well. Like, I'm trying... Like, I, 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 when I'm explaining this stuff, I'm doing my best to be honest without just, like, outright saying it sucks. Um, because, like, I don't necessarily think that it, it most of the stuff sucks. It's just kind of executed poorly. What they decided to do with how you sprint in this game sucks. I'm just not even going to sugarcoat that. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. And it's, like, super It's super clunky and hard to, like, get going. And it, and it caused me to die several times later on in the game. Yeah. It's, uh... One is particularly difficult too because later on, whenever you get the the, the boots um, to jump slightly larger gaps, um, and maybe it's on me for just not sprinting before every single gap that I jump, but it never really tells you or does a good job of showing you when a gap is slightly too far for a normal jump. So there are mm-hmm. so many gaps that I encountered where I could make it without uh, sprint jumping, and then they would put one that was literally like a foot too wide. Um, yeah. That's the other thing that, that the other thing that, that I will say about this game too. It both over tutorializes and doesn't tutorialize enough sometimes because it over tutorializes the stuff that's very obvious and you should know it by this point. It doesn't really tell you unless you go digging for it. It doesn't really tell you a lot about like how to use more advanced stuff like that and other things. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Also, real quick, I just want to say I have to point this out ever since the Terminator episode. Um, you know our garbage man's what the hell? Um, <laughs> so, so Gabe Gabe has a what the hell moment um, where he says wait to this girl 
And when he says wait yeah. to this girl earlier, it's reverbed as fuck and sounds like he's in a church. However, he's not. He's standing outside. At the end of this level, when you meet the girl at the top of this tower, he says wait again, and I swear to God it is the exact same sound effect from earlier. Oh, yeah, I noticed that, too. They just cut the clip from from the little cave he's in. Yeah. And put it earlier. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. Um, they didn't even think to like remove any of the effects on his voice or anything. Um, so we chase this peasant girl, and that's it. Sam, are you opening a condom? Damn it, I thought it was. <laughs> I could hear it very I was trying. To, I was trying to open my, my candy that I'm actually sponsored by, <laughs> which is a delicious uh. chocolate mint. Um, and... Also, my other sponsor is is almost gone. Oh no! We gotta get going. So, Let's get going. Wow. Um, part six, dark dungeon. I've got more wine. Goddamn. We're in chapter two. Uh, still, part six. Uh, the girl. Jesus the girl. Uh, I swear to God, this girl like exclusively just transports herself around the game world with backwards cartwheels. Because uh, that's literally all <laughs> no she does. Reason. That's how she moves, man. Um, and she chooses not to speak with her mouth ever, which is frustrating when she finally speaks. Yeah. She's just like a telepath. But we do this like kind of puzzle level where they introduce these like demon babies, essentially. <laughs> um, and we enlist uh, <laughs> we enlist what appears to be an ancient member of the Enclave, uh, and then Claudia. <laughs> um, yep. So it's not a Fallout tie-in. It's just she's with this weird mechanical black knight golem that she has to feed souls in order to keep mm-hmm. protecting her and for some reason gabriel says that's cool bring your trill demon golem with us it'll be great i'm gonna be honest with you i th- i said this is cool bring your go- demon golem with us please yeah that's true this guy this little this suit of armor does a sum total of one helpful thing the entire time he's with you yes which admittedly is not very long Oh, he does another helpful thing for me, which is try to beat Gabriel's ass. <laughs> yeah. And the one helpful thing he does, there's a boss battle um, towards the end of Chapter 2. Chapter. Chapter 2? Chapter 2. Chapter 2, um, where it's another, we, we fight another Titan later on in the, that's close to the end of the chapter. And when you, like, stun it, he, like, go, goes in and, like, hits its leg so it falls down and then he never does it again and it's the only thing this motherfucker does the entire time oh that's right i forgot about that uh anyway so yeah so we're in part seven sanctuary entrance there's this big ultra creepy door um which looks pretty slick um however unfortunately the level design and this bad camera make it really fucking hard to figure out where you're supposed to be going unfortunately Mm -hmm. um uh, there's a certain point in this area where Rose just kind of bec- or Claudia just becomes Rose from Metal Gear Solid Two, because um, mm-hmm. you're trying to hunt down these pieces of these crystal shards, oh and so like the the well, level is so really it's, it's, cool, it's, but like yeah, it's actually it's actually kind of important to, to mention there was this like civilization um, that used these crystals to protect themselves, but then like the werewolves and like all the bad stuff like came and tried to kill them. Yeah, it's the same it's so the same they, civilization that built the Ice Titan, right? Yeah. They built well they built because they built the Titans to fight back against these creatures and they all wound up dying except for her Classic. because her father Yeah, because her father hid her and then gave her the Black Knight to protect her. So now we have to we have to for some reason get into the city and kill the last Titan, the last Titan in existence. But to get in, we have to find these crystal shards, 
Um, and then you do this next part. Why do we have to kill the Titan? I don't yeah, know. I can't remember. I, they, they just said, I can't remember why. I just explained is like we have to kill the last Titan. Okay. It's pretty much like just to to proceed past the door, I guess. You have to Oh, like you were going that way and it's yeah. gonna be like oh, The Titan okay, is like guarding sense. this area or something. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So this is where Sam's uh three werewolf menage wolf Ooh. comes from. <laughs> uh it's rough, yeah. you guys. Um and I think we talked about it enough earlier, so uh we during this section, if I had to hear Claudia say that we still have two shards left to go one more fucking time, <laughs> I was gonna rip my fucking eardrums off. Yeah, and then to- I was gonna I was gonna realize there was a spiral in my ears oh, and stab them. No, out. oh, you're gonna literally turn yourself into an ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's a mirror laser puzzle, which uh, of course there is, taken straight out of uh, game design book 101. Uh, one of those classic bounce the light around with the mirrors and get it to go into the hole to open the door kind of, of puzzles. Mm-hmm. You guys forgot about those from the 90s, didn't you? Um, <laughs> but according to the game's puzzle solution, apparently this was the first actual puzzle in the game, kind of, because I don't remember. Maybe I think after the, besides the gu- guillotine one, um, I think it's the yeah. only one that like awards you with experience. For completing, mm. no, the gu- the guillotine one does. Oh, okay. It's like two hundred. So the weird thing too is, um, and Sam and I actually talked about this. Um, you can opt to not get the payment and just not have to do the puzzle. <laughs> it's like the dumbest thing I've ever. Like, why put the puzzle in the game if you're literally going to give me the skip button instantly mm-hmm. from the beginning? Right. Right. Yeah. You collect these scrolls that kind of give you clues about how to explain it, and the scrolls will tell you how to, like, give you clues about how to solve the puzzle, but it'll also let you skip it. Yeah. Which is, all right. Yeah, so you just forfeit the... So at a certain point, when you've got enough of the special moves bought, you can just say, cool, I don't need any more. See ya. <laughs> and the game's like, yeah. okay. Um, so then we enter part eight, Sanctuary of Titans. Uh, it 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 It's this giant stone idol titan fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the scene. The scene that it like when you walk in and it like rebuilds itself is very cool. Yeah, so yeah. The, the visuals are super neat, and I definitely feel like in 2010 this was probably like breathtaking. Uh, but you're mm-hmm. in this giant snow. I feel like any of the snow environments is just, are just going to look great. But you're in this giant mm-hmm. snow environment. This giant thing builds itself together, and, it, and essentially it's very akin to like the giant the Colossus at the end of Shadow of the Colossus, like the multi story one. Mm-hmm. With like the crazy storm clouds around it, except it's like meteors yeah. in in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little unintuitive though because you have to stay very, very far away from it, which is the opposite of what my brain thought. Which was, I'm going to climb <laughs> that thing. Um, yeah. Well, so like when you get close to it, Claudia is just like, "No, stay back," and then like, "No, pick your moment." And so it's just like, "Okay, do, so I I'm going to run away from this thing now." Then right, and eventually, if you're really lucky. It'll throw a rock at you that you can grapple and chuck back at it to make it fall yeah, down. Yeah, at a certain distance, what, it just, like, constantly throws them at you. So I think you just have to be mm-hmm. far enough away. Guess what uh, Claudia says? What she she says, say? hey, watch for the rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Catch the rock. <laughs> she says that right as the screen also shows you the rock and has text <laughs> yeah. that says, catch the rock. Mm-hmm. And then the way that they do this is you grapple the rock, and then you have to immediately. There is no margin for oh, error. Oh no! Yeah, here. it's instant. 
immediately start spinning the left mm. stick in order to throw it back fast enough so that you actually don't drop it. And right. it'll, it'll prompt no you with a, it'll prompt you with a big ass view of a left thumbstick rotating though, like the mm-hmm. moment you touch it. Yeah, but then like you you it, it's like it's like you grapple it and then it's like okay now you're spinning the stick and it's just like fuck oh I guess so okay <laughs> bye <laughs> yeah I totally I flubbed the first one because of that reason I think I know why this has been really irritating me this week to play um, so mm-hmm. I um, purchased and played a little bit of Red Dead Redemption two before embarking mm-hmm. in this game um, I've been playing that game with the HUD turned off exclusively. Um, and just kind of trying to get by based on how I would intuit I should go. Mm. Um, and just like waking up in the morning and being like, I'm going to run some errands and just kind of encountering things as I go and kind of treating it like with the HUD turned off, I've just been kind of treating it as like a life simulator. Like I've not Mm. been checklisting or I don't know, like every once in a while I'll, 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 I'll in character, like camp, pull out a map put like a waypoint on it and be like that's where i'm going tomorrow and then just like begin my trek and it feels like very slow and like intentionally paced there's nothing on the screen ever except for like every once in a while my little meter that says like hey the horse is getting hungry will be in the bottom very minimal this game is the opposite of that this game is fucking like indicators, text, sound, everything is telling you what to do all the time. Check out this thing and it's like holy shit, dude. I know. I get it. Yeah, let me pan the camera and focus on this thing for 30 years and then let you do it. Yeah, we're going to show you a cutscene, a character's going to tell you. We're going to indicate with a light. Mm-hmm. You're also going to have to press start to make the the screen stop telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. And then the music's also going to tell you. Like everything tells you what to do and it's very fresh. And then if you take too long, we're going to do it again. Oh yeah, all of it, including the cutscenes. So mm-hmm. it's ugh. Anyway, um, but yeah, this fight's pretty cool. You just kind of grapple around the Stone Titan a couple times. You bash the little weak points. Um, there were a couple moments that I fell, unfortunately, so I had to, I had to throw the rocks back at it and do the whole cutscene mm-hmm. all over again uh, several times. Um, Claudia says some very out-of-character shit here, you guys. Down here, you bitch! Yeah. I th- <laughs> She'll say that sometimes. Yeah, it felt very out-of-character. It felt like they were just trying yeah. to be like, LOL, remember that scene in Aliens? And it's like, <laughs> okay... <laughs> Um, but yeah, so eventually we take the thing down. Um, I can't remember. I don't think this one has like the, the, the shadow of the Colossus, like coils that come out of it and like absorb into Gabriel's body. I think it just kind of crumbles. Um, and they decide to camp out and Gabriel has a real spooky dream. And in his dream, he stabs Claudia after she says that she's seen the future and she understands this is her fate. Gabriel wakes up and he actually fucking did it. And he's like, oh no. Yeah. Pan, Pan shows up. And like I don't know, says some creepy like, shit. Like he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's you like, need, don't you embrace need to take, the dark. And you're like, what? Yeah. And then he's like, you need to kill the, you need to kill the knight to get his gauntlet. And um, he's like, no, I won't do that to them. Mm. Um, and then Pan's like, it's too late. Turn around, Claudia's dead. dead. And then the knight's like, yo, dude, what the <laughs> fuck, bro? And then you have to fight the knight, which well, I think he is does a really good fight. He doesn't know. Uh, I, I think it says this. He doesn't know if he killed. Claudia or not well he knows um, after the fight for sure mm-hmm. well then again though I guess you're right somebody could have taken his knife out of his satchel and stabbed Claudia while he was sleeping hmm, maybe th- that's the twist who would it be was it Zelda you think <laughs> I don't know <laughs> exactly was it Zorro whatever the fuck <laughs> his name is Zulbach. <laughs> 
Zoltan. Zoltan. Only Zul. <laughs> um, but so we do this Black Knight fight. I think it's one of the better boss fights in the game. Yeah, I, I like this. Well, one so that's a lot. the thing. After you get away from the Colossus style battles, the uh, the bosses in this game are actually pretty neat, mm-hmm. um, and um, I think pretty well executed. Like the the battle with um, with Cornell in the next chapter, Chris. I think is is very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Cornell, R.I.P. <laughs> As himself in this game. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this Battle of the Black Knights, yeah, like everybody's saying, it's pretty fun. Um, I only had one problem with it, which is when the goo shows up. Um, mm, it gets real yes. unrelenting. It's just like, yeah. roll, baby, roll, baby, roll, like for the rest of the yeah. fight. <laughs> and I'm like, and I need very, time to fight to like, you. Yeah, I need to deal damage. And he like, <laughs> he's always replenishing him, and there's always two on the floor he's, at- like, always gooing, and when they when they when yeah. one of them will dissipate, it'll scream, and it's very spooky. Mm-hmm. Here comes the goo. But yeah, and then the Black Knight is just a super mutant from Fallout. After underneath, mm-hmm. when you take all the armor off, um, and you kill it, and yeah. then you get his gauntlet, which makes you punch yeah. things, which like drags him in, grabs Gabe by his arm into the air, and like shot, like electrocutes him with red light, and it's just That's like, how you know this it's thing evil. is very clearly. Yeah, this thing's clearly evil. Every power, every like armor thing that he gets is just like, oh yeah, that's evil. <laughs> yeah, that shit <laughs> that shit's gonna looks happen to evil. You. Uh, it mm. looks like some fucking Sauron, Eye of Satan, White Tower bullshit. Mm. What are you doing? Um, at, appropriately named, we have Chapter Three, Part One: The Three Towers. Take that, you motherfuckers! Over at the Tolkien camp, we got one extra tower. <laughs> Take that JRR. We got three. Do you think they did that because they didn't want it to be two towers or twin towers? And so they were just oh, like, definitely. <laughs> um, Maybe. Do we even see the titular three three towers? I don't think we do. No. we were, There's like, only like well, a single tower. I think so. I think it's only like one tower. Yeah. The No, technically it's three, but they're just like small towers. And they're like in yeah. the background like within a complex. The it's... Yeah, Ugh. but yeah. So I, oh, yeah. No. Gabriel decides he can never sleep again because every time he sleeps, somebody mm-hmm. dies. Um, <laughs> and then you sleep, you die. Yeah. Well, and that's the weird thing. So Sam was was the comment about her father hiding her away for centuries said in a cutscene because I did not remember that. So whenever they mentioned it, yeah, then, it was it was like right before they go to like that mission where you have to search for the crystals. Gotcha. Okay, because I when 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 uh, Zolfarak says uh, <laughs> says uh, she was a centuries old girl, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with the dark gauntlet, the game is going to make you use it a million times now. So you punch statues. Um, which then causes the the worst crumbling animation that I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> um, this the wall just kind of like I don't even know how to describe it. Like it, it looks like somebody is paying the wall to knock itself over, and it's begrudgingly like, uh, it's a living. Like that I I don't know how to describe it. It's just like slouching. Like the walls just sort of like oops, I guess I'm supposed to fall now and totally misses its cue. Um but then we get like one of the prettiest levels, I think, in the whole game so far. Um mm-hmm. and this is the one with all of the nude fairies. We get a lot of fairies. Mm-hmm. Um we, yeah, we get a fairy like container. You fight like a bunch of werewolves and then like these like weird green things fly in. You're not really sure what they are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's very weird. Because they stun the wolves, so after you kill all the wolves, 
you find out that they're fairies, and they give you a fairy container Ooh. and open the door into the tower. Um, and then you do a lot of like, like you literally do the let's find the four pieces of the gemstone again, except it's let's find the four fairies to open the door. Yeah, there's a lot of like moving around and 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 running around, and I it's just all the same. And I just I didn't put any notes because the membrane didn't have room for it. Yeah, and there's kind of a puzzle, but it's literally just touch the stones with the right magic equip, and like mm-hmm. there's only two magics, so it's like okay. Yeah. This is they also do puzzle, that a lot, which is a puzzle that they do a couple of times with more of those icons a couple times in the game, but it's not any more difficult. Yeah, yeah. Quick question: Do you guys think the fairies are killing themselves when they open the doors for you? Because they definitely fly into the wall and then splash. Oh no! If you read about the fairies and the abilities in the book, they are very they they are very explicit. They are they die when they do stuff like that. Oh, cool! Really. Yeah, they're very explicit about that in the in the book. In the in the novelization of the game or in the book that's no, the main the fucking menu. Alessia. Yeah. I like this game so much I went out about the novelization. Sam actually, no, Sam actually the wrote menu, the novel. Like when you when you uh when you start collecting the fairies become a pickup and here's I here's another gripe that I have. They very much um don't care that they appear to be wasting your time in this video game. Yeah. Um because the on the D-pad you have these um, these consumables that you can use, like the daggers and stuff like that. The daggers are the only ones that like doesn't make it feel like you're wasting your time. With the crystals and the fairies and then the holy water in a little bit, um, they make it um, the quest, the trek to get them so like arduous and tedious, and they make them seem so rare. And then as soon as you get them, they become just a like, common pickup in boxes, and it's and it's insulting yeah it's literally like everything in this game um including some of the other relics that we're going to pick up where you go through an entire chapter to pick up one item which then becomes literally everywhere yeah like the crystal is just like oh we have to find these four shards to make this crystal and it's very powerful and rare and then it's like oh well now i just find whole crystals in crates (laughs) crash bandicoot style yeah yeah and literally a purple crystal is very much extremely crash bandicoot um, and finding it in literally the boxes from Crash Bandicoot. Uh, but then we enter part two of chapter three, which is the Dark Lord of the Lycans. And so this is a big, bad, capital B, big boss battle uh, where it's one of the dark, it's one of the Lords of Shadow. Um, so the uh, Dark Lord of the Lycan, Lycans, upon first seeing him, is literally just a dude with a hammer and pointy teeth. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Would you, Sam, like to tell us about these brotherhood backstories that we kind of discover? Which yeah. is actually kind of neat so on this, paper. Yeah, this is what I thought was 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 pretty cool about it. Um, uh, um, this guy, his, his it doesn't, he doesn't say his name, but he's the Lord of the Werewolves, essentially. Um, uh, hold on a second, my brain just like fell off. <laughs> Is it possible uh, that it was all of, of the ex- wine, Sam? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's gone now, <laughs> so possibly. Um, you, he explains that... So your brotherhood was started by... Brotherhood of Light was started by these three guys who... Man, you don't know shit a, about my brotherhood. Watch your mouth. <laughs> they went... Um, they founded the Order, and they went um, in search of like ways to protect the world essentially and in this process they did i'm fuzzy on the details but they 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 essentially ascended to near godhood yeah i can't remember Um, what they did they did some sort of way to like link 
heaven and earth by way of like these miracles and these like scripture studies that they had done. Mm -hmm. And so they literally ended this like long stride of Mm -hmm. evil corrupting the planet. Mm -hmm. So, but what happened is when they did this, they thought that like they were just leaving their bodies behind, like, like corpses essentially. But what happened was when they ascended, all of their good, everything that was good about them ascended and they left behind their darkness and their darkness became the Lords of Shadow. So there was three of them, the Vampire Lord, the Werewolf Lord, and the, the Necromantic Lord, the Necromancers. And um, um, they were created from the people who started the Brotherhood of Light ascending to Godhood. So where there is light, there is also dark. Um, and it was pretty cool. It's a pretty cool... Um, it's a pretty cool, like, thing. Um, Cornell has this, like, uh, this, like, monologue. He's like, if you kill, isn't it ironic that if you kill... Oh, yeah, his name is Cornell, by the way. I just need to point out that the Dark Lord of the Lycans, his name is just fucking Cornell. Yeah, I put, I put this werewolf at the bottom of, after the battle, I said, this werewolf's name is Cornell, what a dork. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh... Um, he's, he, he says something like, and it's very cool. He says something like, isn't it ironic that if you kill me, um, your beloved founder will die too. And he says, um, he might be willing to sacrifice himself for what you're doing, but I'm not ready to die yet. And then the battle starts and I was like, that's actually really dope. (laughs) You know what, uh, you know what you just described, Sam? Yes. The heartless. Oh my God. <laughs> it is one hundred percent the heartless and yeah, the that nobodies. Is, that is, yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, Thanks, yeah. The Lord right. of Shadow. God damn it! <laughs> Thanks, King Dog Man. Yeah, literally, goddamn this werewolf man to hell though, because uh, yeah, we fight this boy and he he rude. He him rude. Um, yeah, so it's just I don't know. It's very similar to the Black Knight fight. Um, you're kind of doing it in these stages. I will say when you're fighting Cornell by himself. Uh, before he becomes Mega Wolfman, uh, he's actually pretty easy. Um, not easy, I think. He's very mm, not overwhelmingly difficult or anything like that. It feels like a very fair fight. Um, it does feel like it goes on a little bit too long, especially considering that like the real boss fight doesn't really start until he transforms. Um, but I will say I, w- I was a total dumbass and wasted a crystal on this portion of the fight. Mm. And uh, then... Uh, we get to play sort of get chased by the mega wolf man around this environment and try and do as much damage as we can. And then he kind of, for some reason makes all of the stone heads in the arena destructible. And so then you have to destroy Mm -hmm. all of the stone heads to kill him. So you end up playing this weird statue ring around the rosy with him. Mm -hmm. It's very weird because the first one will fall like with one hit, but as you go around, they get, they take more hits to destroy. Yeah, which is frustrating. Yeah, I, how did you feel about this battle, Isaac? Like, I was gonna say I didn't, this part. I didn't really understand why he would do that. Yeah, because there, it doesn't really. I mean, the statues they don't really give him power, so it seemed like he was trying to, I don't know, do something. But then these statues don't do any ha, add any benefit to his. On his side, yeah, he, gets, really he just weird. gets more aggressive. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It's not like they power yeah. him up or make him like fucking ultra mega wolf bionic man. 
Uh, yeah. And here's the other thing, too. This game struggles with this a couple of times that I noticed. Um, it's nighttime when you show up to f- confront him. When he transforms into, like, his big Power Ranger, big werewolf mode, um, he, like, summons the moon and then, I guess, eats the moon? Because when you fight his <laughs> werewolf form, it's, like, daytime. It's daytime. <laughs> or, like, twilight. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Also, this is whenever I noticed that there's... So there are a ton, as you would imagine, there are a ton of quick time events built around these yeah. boss fights. Um, mm-hmm. This is when I noticed during the final moment when you're supposed to kill him, I missed the quick time event because I pushed it too soon by like a millisecond. And mm-hmm. it just fucking kills you. And then it like resets yeah. you back to the last checkpoint, which thankfully in this instance, the checkpoint was right before the quick time event. Um, but it was really frustrating. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is an instant death just because you didn't want to animate, like, an additional attempt in the cutscene? Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But once you once you do the battle, this is one of the first times I put this game as metal as fuck in my notes. Um, there's that QTE, but Gabe essentially steals, like, takes the hammer and yanks the hammer around with the chain. Um uh, or yanks the yanks the werewolf king around with his chain, um, and then takes his hammer from the center of the pedestal where he inserted it into the thing to transform, breaks the hammer off over his head, and then stabs him through the brain with the with the broken handle of the of the hammer. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. Yeah, I like this. This is also animation. the first time. Yeah, it was very cool. And this is also the first time where I was just like, why. Why are we not collecting cool weapons, and why do I not have this hammer to use? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I was like, I immediately assumed at the beginning of the boss fight that I was going to get that hammer, and then oh, yeah. Gabe was like, "No," and I was like, "All right, okay." So who yeah. knows? Um, at the end, we get these magic boots for some reason, um, mm-hmm. and then Marie comes back, um, and I'm kind of feeling like she might be a bad guy in disguise at this point Mm. she starts saying some just kind of like i don't she's like egging you on to do some fucking murder spree shit Um, yeah she's like oh yeah like you're like whoa okay yeah like he gives him the boots the the dark essence from the boots like punch him in the air and then like and then you're like oh those boots are as they do are are evil as fuck just like the gauntlet and then maria's ghost is like you have to reclaim the powers before it's lost he's like fucking what bitch yeah and then um, he says some Latin, and then you get a piece of this like god mask man. that you find out is called the God Mask. <laughs> yeah, which like what? Um, Sam, do you want to tell us about your friend, the Psychic Eagle? Oh my god! <laughs> so you get these boots, and and you you it teaches you you can sprint with them, and when you sprint, you can jump over longer gaps. Um, and so to end the level, you have to do that, and then you climb up a cliff, and when you climb up to the top of the cliff, there's a cutscene, and the camera pans up, and I laughed out fucking loud when I saw this. <laughs> there was just a fucking eagle. Like a blue eagle. Giant Massive eagle. bald eagle. Just sitting there. Isn't he glowing blue and as well? His, like his, his beak. beak was. Yeah. Yeah, his beak had some like glowing runes or something on it. And then Gabe, of course... It was just like I want to ride that. All right, yeah, <laughs> got a mountain. And then he goes like, like it's time for you to finish your quest. And then they do another one of those travel montages where Gabe is sitting on the eagle's neck and like 
the way he's sitting on this eagle <laughs> is fucking hilarious. As I well. think I'm going to cue the travel montage music right here, actually, because yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, please do. So we go on a voyage. Yeah, we go on a little voyage, and then the eagle um, drops him off, um, and the the travel is like the transition between chapter three and chapter four. So chapter three is only two levels. Well, and then the um, eagle explicitly tells you at the beginning of chapter four, he's like, "Just so you know, I didn't do any of this for you. I don't have a, I don't mm-hmm. have any missions. I'm not doing this for nobody. Bye." And it's, and just, it's just like, like what? It, yeah, and it's just like this is like the eagles from. Lord of the Rings, except on steroids, because they're not rude. They just help when they can and when they want to. Yeah. This guy's just like, I'm not here for you. And it's like, I'm not helping. I was like, bitch, you just took me here. You sure <laughs> fuck seem like you're helping. Well, it's really frustrating, too, because I feel like they just start introducing at rapid fire speed so many things with capital nouns. So it's like, God mask, yeah. capital G, capital M, old gods, capital O, capital G. <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck? And we're hearing about wars and characters that we never see. And it's just so overwhelming. Um, I don't know. Isaac, did you feel like they were just introducing way too much shit way too quickly all the time when you were playing? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, a little bit. Like, I didn't really understand this God mask at the time. I was like, oh. Isaac okay. was like, oh, that must be the Castlevania God Mask that I hear so much about. <laughs> this must be what I've been missing all this time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll figure it out as the game as we keep playing what all these things, like the importance of all these um, things. Capital pronouns. <laughs> but like, yeah, like the eagle thing, I guess... Like, does he come back at all? Like, I didn't. I, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I hope he doesn't at all. I hope he's just like, hey, let's go for a ride because the developers are lazy. Bye. <laughs> it's just like I don't understand it. Um, but it so was, so <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead, Isaac. No, I was it. just gonna say it was just uh, yeah. Like I had to laugh because <laughs> one, the the traveling montage. I, I love those. <laughs> and then he's just nuts. like he's he's there and he's gone. I wish for one of the travel See montages it was just Gabe driving a super sick red Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> it's like down, but down a very clearly like modern day interstate. It's like very like kung pao. Just like I um. So this this is where I have two. The eagle explains, like, we're in the land of the crows. This is the gateway to the, the land of the vampires. 100%, by the way, this There's shit is just wit- straight-up Ariamis's painted world from Dark Souls, because, like, yeah, it sure. looks like it, number one. Number two, the crows are very Velka. Like, this whole area is mm-hmm. just like, hey, we all played Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Um, And, it's like, there's a witch that guards the land of the vampires, um... And that's when the eagle's just like, I'm not helping you. Because Gabe asked why he's helping. And the eagle's like, I'm not helping him. Just like, you sure seem like you're helping. Um, so, uh, the eagle, so the eagle tells you all this. And um, is, is it an eagle of death metal, path. Yes, it is. Of course it is. <laughs> what, what other kind of eagle would it be? Um, <laughs> but as... as <laughs> 
as you follow this linear path, it does like this like camera pan, like this is this the, like one of those sweeping like oh look this is very pretty, look at that castle, I'm gonna go there type of things mm-hmm. um, off in the distance. Um, as if you didn't hear it from the eagle five seconds ago to really hammer home the fact that you're in the like approaching the land of the vampires, a swarm of bats flies at the screen. <laughs> um, and as I've played through this level, it does this a couple of times. You see swarms of some type of black creature that you come to understand are crows. However, and I don't know if y'all noticed this. Oh, I definitely did. The sound, the, last the sound one. effect they use for these crows are bat sound effects. So I listened to it because you. So you texted me that I listened to it very cl- closely on like the third or fourth time that they did it. I think what it is yeah. is they like changed the sound of the crows to sound very squealy and high pitched. Because if you listen very carefully, it's clearly like a manipulated bird sound, but it is so screechy that it literally just sounds like bats. Hmm. Yeah. It's like they intentionally like edited the audio <laughs> to make it sound more bat-like, and it's like, I don't Very understand. Weird. But they're crows. Just use crow yeah. sounds. Like, what are you doing? Well, so here's another weird thing, too. And this game is very notoriously bad about this. Um, every zone we go to, it feels like, based on the travel montage, that we're traveling continents. However, when we get there, it's the same fucking enemies we've been encountering the whole time. Like, each zone will, like, true. maybe introduce, like, one new enemy type. Yeah. But it's like, we're still fighting trolls and spiders. What are you doing? So, I don't know. Anyway. Sorry. It's just, I don't know, it's frustrating. So, like, and here's the thing that Isaac, maybe maybe you didn't have going into this. Castlevania kind of has, like, a long-standing history of having really cool monster designs and a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just yeah. really frustrating that, like, not only do the monster designs kind of leave a lot to be desired but like they just kind of reused a lot of them yeah there's not a whole lot Mm -hmm. yeah hmm that's interesting but anyway the beginning of chapter four is also where i realized that um that um that z-man uh zima zima is following (laughs) like oh xenon girl of the 21st century yes yeah yeah this is where like I was like, shouldn't you be heading to the land of the vampires to just to deal with that? Because why? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Why am I doing your job that you told me you were going to do? Because I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to meet you at the land of the necromancers. What are you yeah, doing? Exactly. So very weird. Um, and then we encounter the big man on campus. Did you guys get to this ogre? He real big. <laughs> oh great. He real big. Yeah. Uh, they did a good job about uh not showing his dick the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very clearly supposed to be nude and this is uh kind of a thing that i find problematic with just like western games in general and like western things in general why is it okay to show breasts on a nude female countless times but we cannot even show like a dude's ass without people like snickering um yeah i wanted to see this real oh yeah dude, let me see that big old d dude let me grapple <laughs> let me grapple that dick um but no, and so unfortunately when they first introduce him, you're fighting all these dumbass little trolls, and then when the giant ogre shows up, it's actually really neat how they do it. He shows up like behind the level. So like if it was a fighting yeah. game, it'd be like he's peeking through a hole through in the window. level at yeah. you, which is cool. The problem is like he starts banging on shit, and then like the floor will just drop out from the like a part of the stage, and you'll just die like instant- <laughs> instantly. I died so much on Yeah, because yeah, right they don't telegraph yeah. at all. It just starts falling. Like, there's no steam yeah. or anything to be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and then you have to, like, like zip over using the, the fucking hook shot um, 
to get over to the other side, but that's another thing. It's like they don't telegraph that either, so it's just like, oh, right. Yeah, when instantly when you get into this, so you get into this little sort of like semicircle amphitheater kind of boss fight arena with him, where you're just kind of like doing the very tropey thing of punching his hands when he punches down. Um, very clearly early on, they show him breaking all of the stone ramparts against the wall except for one very peculiar arrowhead shaped stone sticking out of the center of the stage and instantly I was like oh we're going to impale that fucker's head on that aren't we (laughs) and uh, guess what guys we do so the other other thing about this battle that I didn't like it's very um, it's very not structured well they give you a, a mana fountain so oh, essentially yeah. you have unlimited mana throughout this battle because you need it um, because... Um, they didn't balance it well. It's just kind of... <laughs> yeah, they didn't at all. Like, the idea is that you dodge his like his fists when they come down and then attack the fists, but like his his attacks seem to home in on you. Yeah, it's pretty um, So you're spending way more time than you should be like using your, mm. um, your blue mana to heal yourself, and then it's just like, after a certain point, it's just like, I'll just take this and then yeah. not worry about it. It's not balanced well at all. Yeah, yeah, I got squished a lot. I'll just say that. And it's kind of neat. I mean, they took the time to like animate the handprints on the ground when Gabe gets smashed, so that's kind of cool. Um, uh, we get to introduce to uh, my all-time favorite character of this entire game, and maybe most games, uh, the Chupacabras. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wanda! <laughs> Isaac, could you, you describe the... Me. Could you describe the Chupacabras? Um... <laughs> So I got a real cheap golem vibe coming from him. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh, here's yeah. some more Lord of the Rings crap that they're trying to pull. <laughs> Sam, what are what are um, your thoughts on this man? Fuck. Man. Isaac, sorry. I didn't mean to roll it for you. No, you're good. Uh, I mean, that was my take on it. He was just like this little tiny goblin thing He's that like would steal like- all of your stuff. Randomly. He does it all the time. For whatever reason. This is my favorite part of the game is when they break all of the pacing of the story in order <laughs> yeah. to make me chase this fucking weird oh, creature no, halfway through the no level. For no reason. Um, my, you know, in, no in my point. notes I wrote down, he reminds me of the Midget Psychos from Borderlands, which I'm sorry, that's just the name of that creature. I didn't want to use the word <laughs> Midget. Um, the, it's like the Midget Psychos from Borderlands mixed with an Ewok from mm. Star Wars. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And like he kind of talks like Yoda a little bit, too. He kind of talks like Jar Jar Binks a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like if you took Yoda's Yoda's like timing and Jar Jar Binks' <laughs> inflection, it's, <laughs> it's very bad. And this time, like you it's after you find him after you fight some things. Um, but you this time the first time you meet him, you don't have to fight anything in order to get him back. You just have to fight play this fucking like weird hot cold game. Hot cold um, game. <laughs> yeah, hot cold in the game. Um, the second time later on, you actually have to travel through these like goblin encampments to oh, kill dude, these that, goblins. Yeah, well, until, without any of your yeah, power-ups. until I realized that. Uh, what do you have to hit him with? You have to hit him with some. Oh, you have to throw a fairy at him, which I absolutely never in a million years ever used at any point in the game. And then I was like, oh, I have yeah. to distract yeah. this asshole with a fairy right now, yeah. don't I? This. The thing of it is, too, the second time, the first time you don't have to do yeah. that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the thing. So not only do they not set it up for you when it's when it's easier, um, 
they they do it they make it different for the second time and so it's very like it's it doesn't it doesn't teach you mm-hmm. it doesn't tutorialize you when it's when it needs to yeah it just over tutorializes everything else um, yeah. but then it just like random like the second time it was just like oh these chupacabras love fairies and they get easily distracted yeah and it's like try what? throwing a fairy at it and i'm like huh yeah. Again, right. <laughs> bad DMing. Thank you for yeah. notifying me that suddenly this magic MacGuffin is the only yeah. way to proceed. <laughs> um, well, and I will say this, though. To the game's credit, we uh, smashed through one of the coolest entryways in the entire game uh, to finish yeah. this part. There are a lot of really beautiful, ornate doors in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So kudos to the door team over at Mercury Steam. You guys are doing You guys are do- doing the Lord's <laughs> Blew work. Blew it out of the water. But... <laughs> You're doing the Lord Masks work. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing the God Mask, the Lord Doors work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I feel like the beginning of part two, which is called The Crow Witch, um, mm-hmm. this game really wants to tell a love story, you guys. Um, but I feel like it's done yeah. absolutely nothing to earn that, and I don't mm-hmm. know why it keeps even giving a shit about that at this point. Um, because like you've got Patrick Stewart narrating these hyper gushy... Uh, love things and talking about how the crow witch was also like somebody who like is forlorn because of like a lost love or something. Mm-hmm. And so it keeps wanting to paint these pictures of like love, uh, love spoiling um, and it being so dramatic and traumatizing. But like we have to fall in love with these characters too. You know what I mean? Like they're doing nothing to make mm-hmm. us love Gabriel or his wife or this crow woman or anyone for that matter. And so it's like, I don't, you having Patrick Stewart dramatically read narrations between levels is not going to make me think anything's cooler. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, we do this big tower climbing section, which actually is pretty neat. Um, it's, it's pretty yeah. quiet. I don't think they have a ton of music right here. I think it's just sort of like they let the ambient sound and you climbing kind of take center stage, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And you have to fight a magic towel that has a sword. I don't forget about the sword masters. <laughs> yeah, do these guys only show up here? I feel like I've not encountered not, them ever again. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't encountered them it. since. Yeah, so we fight these. Uh, they look like the... It's almost like the broom from Fantasia if it was a sentient bath towel with with a sword. You know who else they are? <laughs> oh, no. Are they ring wraiths? They're ring wraiths from Lord <laughs> of the Rings. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's like Mercury oh, Steam watched geez. those Lord of the Rings movies one weekend, and they were like, let's make this game. <laughs> let's do that. Oh, my Good God. call, Isaac. Damn. Oh, Did not boy. even notice oh, that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brandon Lee and his pack of crows blast through the door, um, and then there's a Brotherhood arc that we can't reach that it hits us with a million notes. It's like, you can't come here any yet, <laughs> and I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then we finally get to the top after a whole bunch of cool grappling. The cool grappling, it, it oscillates between really cool grappling because you're swinging with your crucifix through all this cool shit mm-hmm. to being really... Very dynamic. Yeah, to being very frustrating because I explored part of this tower for a, a, the better part of 10 minutes before I realized that there was a tiny little glowing blue orb in the top left corner of the screen that I had yeah, missed. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys encounter that a lot? Because I feel like I did. Quite a bit. And oh, yeah. I feel like that was, I think it was the camera's fault because, you know, it would be like way in the corner of the of a camera angle, and only if you hit 
like a certain spot. Um, otherwise, it would be covered up. Yeah, or it wouldn't sparkle or whatever. Or it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And why are you going to make it blue so. when everything else is like white, blue, or like gray? Like, why not make yeah. it like green or red or yellow <laughs> or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we fight this crow witch, which is, it's not really a crow witch. It's just kind of a giant, it's like a <laughs> giant crow. It's literally just a yeah. crow. Uh, and it's a cool battle. It is. Well, and then them talking about her like love story and stuff. Like, I get that she transformed into a crow and was like permanently trapped that way. They kind of made it seem as if she was going to be like a humanoid woman who transforms into a crow. But we get up here and it's literally just a crow. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It would have been funny if it was just like a normal sized crow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she throws poop eggs and sends crow children after you, and that's like literally. Which literally the, the crow whole children are like really. They're really gross looking, but I think they're pretty cool. Oh, I think yeah. it's like some actually pretty inspired um, character design because they're like half developed, like missing feathers, kind oh, of like yeah. broken crow yeah. children. They look really gross. Yeah, they're really they're really cool looking. So it's like to match with how cool the the boss looks. Um, but the mechanic where you have to grapple onto the um, to the rock from the Titan battle earlier, it comes back here. You have to. Um, you have to grapple onto the eggs um, that she throws at you um, and send them back at her. If you're very quick, you can get two in, um, but you can get at least one um, to get her down to half health. Um, you you grapple onto her at half health, and then you fly up into the air, crash down into the ground, and then you can wail on her. And then you just you do it again. And then you rip her fucking head off. Uh, you mean you rip her skull mask off, and then her her skull, her mask black off. void face just like <laughs> screams. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool fight. Yeah, yeah. I I was the her little spawn babies were um kind of hard to kill, and they were kind of annoying. For me, at yeah. least. I wish, man, more there, than anything, I wish I could use the experience points not to buy moves, but just to power up the fucking attack power on my base attacks. Yeah. Yes. Like, I would kill for that. And it seems like it's yeah, pretty box standard. Like, every character action game allows you to beef up oh, your yeah. attack power. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, times in this game where there are enemy types that aren't necessarily, like, hard to deal with or they don't necessarily hit very hard they just are damage sponges yeah you'll sit there for like minutes just like pounding these guys and it's like okay i'm kind of sick of pressing x and y now can i stop so which is uh extremely frustrating given that like the ghouls and some of the other characters you can literally grab and kill them in one hit Mm -hmm. which like they take forever to kill if you just hit them but like a grab attack will kill him instantly, which is super helpful to know. Yeah. Cause you're gonna have to fight a lot of them pretty soon. Yeah. So here at the end of chapter four, I had completely forgotten about this horse. Um, and so I wrote, <laughs> oh, yeah, in, I wrote in my notes, is this the outriders horse from venture brothers? <laughs> Why is he here? <laughs> he just randomly appears. It's kind of, um, yeah. Gabriel doesn't even say anything. Out He's there. just like, sup. Are you going to do that? Yeah, he just hops starts- on it. Yeah. yeah, the tower starts crumbling, and then the horse, you run away with the horse, and the, chap- the chapter ends. Yay. Chapter five. <laughs> Veros Woods. Uh, yeah, the narrator, I guess, just tells us that the horse got sent to us by Pan, and it's like, okay. 
Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then, um, as we had already mentioned, we're entering the Vampire Kingdom. Um, it is a little frustrating, like, like to some extent as well, for several levels, especially in this zone, we're going to be pretty much just encountering, like, straight-up vampires, and that's it. So, like, my previous note of, like, I wish there was more monster variety. Well, they're sort of like, well, mm-hmm. here's a new monster, but this is literally the only new monster for a yeah. while. And it's like, okay, great. It's the only monster. I appreciate that, you guys. Um, I really, I think uh, Castle Kanehurst from Bloodborne called, and they want their fucking map back. Because uh, that's literally <laughs> all this chapter is. Um. And so we've got this beautiful... How would you describe it, Sam? It's like a beautiful snow-topped covered castle in this very gothic, dark European world. I really wish that they would have just made the whole fucking game in this environment. Like, it looks really cool. Yeah, it's very very cool. It's very, like cinematic and, and it's 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 a very cool area i really like it a lot and in case you're thinking that this is where castlevania becomes castlevania because you know previously it was Swampvania, it was ancient city vania it was mayan mm-hmm. templevania well no actually it's about to become abbeyvania and then we'll eventually <laughs> yeah, it'll be sewervania and then we'll okay. be in castlevania finally yeah but first we're doing hedge vania oh yeah you can hedge maze yeah don't forget so we are uh <laughs> what are we the fuck are we doing? I don't know. Where are we? Village. Oh, so talking about Castle Kanehurst, blah blah blah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You gotta you gotta <laughs> keep that, that whole thing in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's normally something that's normally something we'd edit, but you gotta keep that. <laughs> yeah, you know, because we need extra length on this episode. Uh, well, yeah, your brain well. just broke. That's normally me. Oh, so heads up! I will say this: uh, I do believe, truly, in my heart of hearts, I'm very glad that the game does this one thing with its battle mechanics, which is that enemies have poise. Um, being able to stagger enemies is a godsend. Um, like if you hit them hard enough with some of these combos, they will stop what oh, they yeah. are doing. Usually, and oh my god, is that great? Because can you imagine? I feel like there's a weird world where this game is made a little less um, detailed, and like you, these guys are just like weapon sponges that never flinch, and that seems like a nightmare scenario. So, anywho, that's that was my hot five on boys stats because we were talking about Bloodborne and Souls. Uh, we already talked about this. Chupacabras comes and steals our shit again. Um, <sighs> This is the dumb fairy thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, super sick looking castle, and that's pretty much it. Because then we enter the village. Yeah, and this village is like spooky and empty, except for there's like they see these villagers in the windows see Gabe, and they uh, close their windows. And this very classic darkness has entered this town. I wish that they were speaking Spanish, and like the they're like the Resident Evil Four people. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, so you enter you enter this village and you're walking around and then you see Zootopia um, kneeling by a pile of fucking bodies. And hold on, um, I was drinking water and you fucking just about choked me on the air. <laughs> Zootopia. This is where no, okay, so this is where I started getting real real fancy with the names because he's around a lot. Oh yeah, 
So, and sorry that we yeah, keep so forgetting name, his name, but it's some bullshit like Zolbeck or something. It's real dumb. Zo- it's, it's, it's Zubas. <laughs> it's Zool. It's Zoloft. Yeah, it's Zubas. Zool. <laughs> oh, it's Zumba. <laughs> Oh man, it's Microsoft <laughs> Zoom. Um, but yeah, so you come across Zoolander here, um, uh, kneeling by some bodies and praying, um, and um, uh, he tells Gabe that word of their quest has spread, and sure. the vampires already know they're coming and slaughtered most of the village in retaliation. I'm not sure why. Um, I don't know how that helps yeah. or hurts. Yeah. And then he tells him about a crazy abbot in this castle that has a relic that can harness the power of the sun. Spoiler alert, the relic is holy water, which is a throwaway item in every Castlevania game. Yeah. And then you find it a thousand um, and times. Then, and then we have to go and persuade him to uh, to give it over. Um, and then after after this happens, this weird like zombie cannibal creature comes out of the hole and you have to fight the... the um, Don't forget that Gabe the, gets extremely pissed that this Abbey, uh, excuse me, this Abbot did not help the oh, town. Yeah. Like Gabe gets not uncharacteristically his... angry. Yeah, which is like the only emotion he's shown the entire game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you actually have uh, Zoe Zoe one hundred and one here um, <laughs> helping you in this fight. Um. He's actually Which pretty good. Help is, I, He's like, uh, is so there was a part later on where I got trapped in another room, and when I came back, uh, he had killed everything in the oh, previous room. He did oh. none of that for me. So I don't know I, if I just left him for a very long time, and he just kind of did his thing or what. But well, I did a I did a social experiment later on um, where I had an enemy that was near him that was like had like a sliver of health left, and I just didn't do anything for thirty seconds, and it, it was still alive. Oh wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe we have maybe we have two two different Zoliciuses, but Yeah, my Zabumafu fucking went ham, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I talk about this graveyard section real quick? So what ends up happening is these ghouls come out of this hole, um, and we kind of talked about this already. Uh, pro tip, you can grab them and they die in one hit. You should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes them a century to die if you do it otherwise, and they will eat each other's corpses and become poisonous. And so when you get hit, you have to, like, immediately turn on your light magic and try to, like, counteract the poison with doing damage. It's kind of like um, wow, it's almost like Bloodborne. It's kind of like a Bloodborne mechanic. Um, however, there's this one section where in order to cover these holes to keep the ghouls from coming in, you have to interact with these statues. So you have to, like, in my – I thought, with my logic, hold the right trigger, as we've been doing, to interact with the mm-hmm. statue. And then it prompts you. It says, press Y to call – uh, Zoe Deschanel, and uh, so he shows up. He he gets behind the statue. Gabe says, "I'm gonna need help pushing this." And so, dude, like, goes to puts his sword away. He goes to push the statue, and if you're still holding the right trigger, he will stop pushing the statue and uh, go. Huh? And, oh my <laughs> fucking god, you guys! I thought that my game was broken. I did this so many times. I fought so many ghouls. I restarted the game. I restarted my computer. Jeez. I was considering sa- like deleting my save and finding a new save because I thought I permanently fucked my game you busted up. Busted your game. Yeah, I thought I thought the ex- I had the exact same. Thing I was terrified. Go through. I had a that, heart attack. But... Like I was just like, and I came back to life. And what ended up happening is you're just supposed to touch the right trigger once. And just don't hold it. I don't know why that does anything. And uh, and this motherfucker, 
I need, he says, I need your help. He's not helping. Very, he is very clearly not putting any strength <laughs> or energy into this task. Yes. Correct. So, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, so you do this three times. You, you block all this stuff up. You get a new combat crucifix. Um, and I think it's the stake, which makes it to where you can quote unquote kill vampires, but you never use it um, except for to open doors. So yep. that's pretty neat. Yeah. Which like <sighs> makes you do this long ass QTE a... anytime you use it as yeah. well. Yeah. Minimum of four button well, presses. So four, and then there are certain doors in the next chapter or that require six or more, um, which is awesome. Um, but, uh, it's a, it's a stake. It's a vampire stake and you don't use it for anything, but opening fucking yeah, doors. It's like two inches to the length of your, yeah. which is super dumb. It doesn't make, it doesn't make your strength against vampires like higher or anything. It just is for doors. Yep. That's great. So. Doors, doors, doors. Uh, part three, Abbey Catacombs. Um, Vincent Doran is the name of the abbot. Uh, we encounter these vampire warriors here for the first time. They 100% look like Mobius from the Spider-Man animated TV series. Yeah, Michael Morbius. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I, Vincent Doran sounds like somebody I work with. <laughs> Maybe. Um, like, I could look him up and, like, we have this, like, big employee master list. I'm sure I could probably find Vincent Doran. In there tomorrow when I go I to work. I can see it. Um, so Zathora comes in with you, um, and I thought I got trapped. Did you guys encounter that situation here? Trapped? Because what ends up happening is you. Uh, so Zumba holds the door open for you. You go inside. He drops the. Oh door, yeah. And then I did not know what the fuck to do for the life of me in here until I just started experimenting with my punch ability. And I was able to punch a <laughs> pillar through the door. Yeah, I thought, I thought you was were it, supposed to um, knock the pillar at the time. Yeah. He would have to like lift yep. the door, the the gate open, and you would push the pillar underneath that it. Is, pillar that is, underneath that is exactly it. what I thought. What is he doing? Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Same. And this is this is where I was trapped for a long time trying to figure out what was up, and then after I broke through the door, all the vampires yeah. were dead. <laughs> So, um, also, I just want to throw this out there, you guys. So, right after this, we encounter this trap where you have to be slab brothers with your co-op partner and hold up the ceiling for each other in this huge tunnel. Uh, there's no way that a single fucking old abbot man made all of these traps. It's gonna throw it was by there. the hand of God. He helped him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amen. That's fair. Amen, brother. Um, <laughs> Not if I praise God for a minute. Um... But yeah, so yeah, just in general, we pretty much do this thing. Um, we eventually get to this little courtyard area, I believe, um, with the this like sundial rotary oh, wheel, yeah. which like one million percent, I knew that I had to interact with that thing. But until you yeah. smash open a wall that is hidden off camera to get the mm-hmm. crank to stick into the sundial, it will not let mm-hmm. you proceed. And then when you finally do it, essentially you shift this pentagram on the floor, which like heads up. This abbot's into some fucked up shit. This abbey's into some f- abbot's into some, some fucked up shit. If we're encountering dark magics everywhere, including pentagrams, yeah. like has anybody ever considered yeah. that maybe he's been corrupted? Um, of which he hasn't though, because when we find him, he's like still praying to God, which is weird. Very vigorously. Very vigorously. By the way. Um, 
But anyway, so you move this pentagram thing around, so ultimately this portal that's blocking the way that you're supposed to go spits you out in the right spot. Um, Mm -hmm. There's goodies, like, on the other two spots, but the ultimate goal is to um, push it around, like, three cranks, have have zo-zo-zo-zo-zo-zo-zo hold it, (laughs) Um, and then you run through the portal and it unlocks the gate, and then you can go. And this entire time, like, ghouls will be spawning. So you have to, like, do it quick, otherwise he'll get attacked, and then you have to go back and fix it. Yeah. And that leads us into the Abbey Library, part four, uh, where uh, Zesto um, says that he's sure that there's a way to enter the library from here, which looks like a library. We're we're in a Mm -hmm. library trying to figure out how to get into the library. I was kind of confused. And the, the situation ends up happening... Um, where our good friend gets trapped in this little alcove because he touches a he book. He literally just touches a table, and the, the door's like, nope! Yep. And so this is where we encounter the ar- uh, animated yeah. armors for the first time, and there's yeah. two of them. Which, which legitimately is great enemy type. Yeah, great enemy Love type, it. great little a- area, because as you're fighting them, you're like knocking mm-hmm. books around and smashing mm-hmm. tables. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Um more like this, please. Thank you. Yeah, and then eventually what ends up happening is like uh, I'm starting to run out of names here. Uh, <laughs> Zaxby's. Yeah, so Zaxby's discovers that the table that he bumped into, uh, he decides to break it open, and there's just a giant lever inside, and he pulls it, and then it opens a trapdoor on the roof. To which uh, Gabe says, "Like, oh, great!" and then jumps in. And then we're kind of in this, like, but, puzzle. mind you, he's surrounded, in the cutscene, he's surrounded by four animated armors, and then he zips away just in the nick of time. Correct, because he's a hero. Um, and then we end up in this massive library where we do more mirror puzzles. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed mm-hmm. this part of the game. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was a pretty fun yeah. section. Cool aesthetic, aesthetic, cool. The puzzles were pretty fun. These puzzles, they didn't hand it to you on a platter, and they also didn't make it super, super tough. So it felt pretty, mm-hmm. the balancing felt right here. Like, it felt like everything finally yeah. clicked. Um, but yeah, eventually, uh, after we do this little light puzzle, and we fight these little de- devil cherubs again that we last saw in the dark dungeon with Claudia, um, we entered this mm-hmm. other part, which is part five, the Abbey Tower. Yeah. You climb, you, and you climb to the top of the tower, and you smash through, another, do another signature kick through a window. Oh, yeah. And then Catherine Zobeck Jones is just magically <laughs> there, and that was great. they do a <laughs> they do a they do a quick bro shake. Oh yeah, and then they that's when they come across the Abbot doing some real vigorous praying, <laughs> and then they look and, at each other and they're like we're totally gonna punk this guy. Yeah, Gabe scolds them for not saving they his people. Grab and they it from the holy water, and then <laughs> we're gonna take. Yeah, this. they just take it, and then the Abbot. Well, it feels like a real missed opportunity for, like, a cool story, because, like, the whole time that I was hearing this, I was like, man, this is, like, some cool Mm. Diablo shit. Like, wouldn't it be cool if you found Mm -hmm. the abbot and he had, like, a group of, like, weird, like, possessed disciples with him, and they're, like, eating people from the village, and it's just, like, some weird fucked up stuff where, like, to them, they're still praying to their god and following the teachings, but it's, like, twisted and corrupted. No, let's just write a crazy person, and then we're gonna leave him to die to some vampires. It felt yeah. very like because that's literally what happens yeah, too. Like, I was like come as on. soon as they walk away, the vampires show up. It, this is it's very akin to how Kristen feels right now about me, which is I accidentally shattered my wedding ring. Oh, no. I don't know how you do that with uh, I don't know oh, how you do titanium? that with uh, 
No, not titanium. What's the other one? Uh, something carbide. Uh, tungsten carbide. It's a fucking tungsten carbide ring, and I smashed it. Like I guess it, like I I nicked yeah. a chip in it like several months ago. You uh you smashed that like button too hard. Yeah, exactly. So I was kind of dancing my ass off at this Halloween thing on Saturday, and I kept tapping the cement wall with my hand, and it, I looked down and my ring was just split in half. Um, so now Kristen feels like I'm that Abbott. Because she's like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, now ladies are going to know that they're, they're going to oh, think that you're no. single. And I was like, Kristen, do you think that there is like a horde of women that like as soon as it happened, <laughs> they raised their faces to the air and they went, he's we free. Alessio is free. Yeah. The, 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 the ringlet of protection has fallen. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess this is what Kristen is picturing happening. I just get surrounded by a bunch of women, and then there's a blood pool that forms. Yeah, but yes, correct. So the the abbot dies, and uh, yeah, it's fucked up what the abbot did, but it's also kind of fucked up what they did. I don't know. I feel like they could have just taken the abbot with them, but that's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. You get down. Well, you get down to the village after this. You're walking with your with your you know your best friend. Um, uh, Ali Z and Ali Z and the um, place to be, but we're so this part. Are, are, are we in part six? Now? Um, I think so. I don't fucking. Yeah, know. so we're in part six of Browner, 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 <laughs> Browner. <laughs> um, but um, this like unconvincingly dying child. It's like a six-year-old boy shows up and he's like, "Hey, you guys better go back yeah. to the village." <laughs> Yeah, there's, he's uh, looking there's, for you. Uh, yeah, you need to go alone, otherwise they will kill kill them all. Oh, and then and fucking then our Ali- boy just goes, "It's a trap," and Gabe's like, "I know." And he goes anyway. Um, and then this is when Broner begins. The next level begins because you go back and the, the oh, level's right. on fire. That's right, that's right. And and then you go in. You have to fight um, a bunch of vampires. And then after you kill like a dozen of them or something, we we'll get like a cool cameo. Plays and they all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! A cutscene plays, and all the little vampires run away, and then um, mouth breather Goliath from Gargoyles <laughs> shows up, and you fight him. <laughs> and and Q and Q um, se- the second time, I was just like, why? Why am I not keeping this weapon? He has this really cool like katana rang thing that like weapon that he has. You gotta be careful with that keyword because um, as soon as you started saying it, I got real cagey and started hovering over the marker <laughs> button on my keyboard. I was like, what am I queuing? What am I queuing? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so this is the second time where I was just like, uh, man, that would be cool to have this dope-ass hammer. Man, that'd be cool to have this dope-ass like, sword thing that turns into a boomerang yeah, it's katana. very Xena warrior princess-looking shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a kind of cool fight. Did you guys enjoy this fight? It, was, it feels like the dark gauntlet fight. It was one of those things, like, well, it was just like, at this point, I'm kind of realizing where... The the boss battles at this stage are actually cool. The problem that I'm noticing is that yep. they're all the same. Yeah, <laughs> all the boss battles are the same boss battle. You either have a titan fight yeah. or you get a one-on-one big burly boy fight. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool part is you rip this motherfucker's wings off. Yeah, metal <laughs> Super metal. I'm a little upset that he didn't think to rip anybody else's wings off But prior to this point. Um, I wish Kratos was in this game, you guys. <laughs> I just need like ruthless ass boy Kratos in this game. 
Yeah, um, angry Kratos, not 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 rad dad. No, I I need like Kratos. the brutal death animation Kratos because Gabe's yeah. too soft, man. Yeah, he's a soft. Boy. I wish that um, based on where I think the story is going, I wish that he got more brutal as the game continued. But that would be asking too much, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you killed Brenner, and yeah, dude, it's real graphic that, too. You Gabe, lop his arm off. Oh yeah. Um, and Gabe has a heart to heart with the four people that are still left alive in this village. Oh, and they're real chill, which is like, um, I would be kind of scared. Like, they're like, oh man, you're our hero. I'd be kind of like, you're sick and fucked up and killed literally hundreds of things. That's cool. You did it for mm-hmm. me, but you're a monster and you should leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a villager takes, and this, this chapter should have ended here. I agree. But, um. But uh, a villager takes Gabe to a secret cave, and where the fuck? Where the fuck? And I'm going to use his actual name because it, it's it's that's how crazy it is. Where the fuck did Zobat go? <laughs> oh, I think he's, I think he says it in the gone. level narration, he's like, I had to go take care of a personal <laughs> <laughs> Like, which like, felt like a throwaway line that somebody at Mercury's team was like, we got to squeeze this in so we can remove this guy from the rest of the game. He's on a personal errand. Yeah, but yeah. So you do the sewers. It's shit. It's literally a bunch of skeletons. It's this shit. might be one of the, my least um, favorite levels in a game. It's a. Re- it's, it's not. It's good. a real tiny level. Everywhere you go, you move at the speed of a snail um, because you're covered in shit. You have to turn off these like screaming bile cannons to like sprint by, and it's got one of my favorite things in a video game, which is a timed lever. You pull the lever and you hear the little. And then you get to finish it before the timer runs out. Yep. It's very frustrating. Yep. Sam, tell us about these skeletons. So the cutscene where you, oh I, I forgot about this paranormal activity Alessio. ass cutscene. I was talking. I felt like I was watching an episode of Scooby Doo. I was talking to Alessio about this last night um, when I was playing it. Um, you go into this area. Um, uh. And you have to open up a door with your with your vampire stake cross, um, and it transitions into a cutscene where you see the skeleton reanimate behind. And the camera is like attached to the wheel the that lever. Gabe is turning. Yeah. So it's like the camera is like so, whipping left and then resetting to the right and then whipping left. Yeah. yeah. So it whips left and then every time it whips back right, the skeleton is slightly closer. It's like those cat videos closer. on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, where like it like ducks from the hallway and then it peeks back and the cat's like just a little bit closer. It was that, um, and, <laughs> and it's like right behind Gabe and he realizes that it's there. And he turns around, he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> it was just like oh, it's so funny. It was so fucking stupid. It's real bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, apparently this was a. I didn't fight this because Alessio warned me that it was shitty, so I just summoned a titty demon and didn't deal with it. <laughs> Good for you. I had wasted yes. mine on Broner. Broner. Um, mm-hmm. And I uh, had to fight these guys, and it sucks. They're mm-hmm. not good. It's like the werewolf, except if the werewolf came back to life. Time so you want, yeah. you want me to tell you guys something? Yeah. Um, Are you going to tell me about punching the bones well, and no, it makes I, them go away? I was going to. This is on me, a shortcoming that I didn't realize. <laughs> oh. I never used those, Uh-oh. um, the, the summer. The Tata girls? Yes, the Tatas. 
I, <laughs> you didn't release the Tata? Call, say the real name, <laughs> Titty Demon. That's what it says in the book. That's what Gabe, that's what Gabe yeah, wrote that's what down. that's what it says in the yeah. book. <laughs> right there, Titty Demon. Gabe goes, I wonder if I can, I wonder if I can climax in the time at which she's present. <laughs> it's just so quick, though. Oh. Uh. His, no- his notes are <laughs> very sadistic. So yeah, um, oh my god. Yeah, needless uh-huh. to say, by the way, the one thing that we didn't mention about this creepy, creepy demon, real fast, is that not only is she a demon, but when the camera reveals her whole form, she is very clearly just on the head portion of a larger demon. Yeah, it's of which weird. we don't see its face. It's kind of weird. Like she makes up the head of a larger body. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's very. It's yeah, it's super weird. Um, but yeah, Hold on, so, Isaac had something yeah. to say. I'm sorry. Isaac. I mean, that was oh. that was it. I I I just oh, okay. I've had to fight all these bosses, um, without the help of this. Look at MLG Isaac over here. So so the thing about so the thing about the the crystal is that I the the, the demon I didn't Did think the bosses really helped that much. It didn't really do. Well, I don't think it takes enough damage okay. uh, away for it to be worth it. Like I thought, I think that with the boss, with like the bosses, I think the bosses are a little bit easier than normal encounters sometimes, just because they're mm-hmm. they're a little bit more structured. Um, so I think it's better like to hordes. save it for like um, like hordes, like the big like you have to fight three skeletons or three werewolves. So fucking do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I felt like it took a little bit of damage. Uh, I mean, not a lot, but I feel like it took like a good like third of Let's their health be honest. bar down. I found out later they can just turn into tornadoes. Which is oh, the skeletons! Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, that part sucks because then it's like really hard to dodge. <laughs> like they're just like hunting you down yeah. the whole time. But really, though. So, anyway, the these boys suck. Was only uh, the only benefit was for Gabe to look at. <laughs> this, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he just needs some. He just needs some. Titty He's like, oh, my dead wife. I'm so sexually frustrated. I need purple demon oh, nipples. <laughs> yep. But then you eventually let's turn this. In, let's turn this into Silent Hill oh, Two. No. Um, then you eventually uh, climb through most of this bile again to get to uh, the worst mm-hmm. puzzle. I hated game. this one. Uh spike puzzle. But it's not any p- spike puzzle. You punch the button. And you have to sprint across the spikes before they come back up. And this is where I died a couple times because the fucking sprint button is tied to double click, like double tapping the. Yeah, the left and one and sprint work. can't Great. get you. One sprint can barely get you over the spikes, but if you start it too early, you have to do it again in the middle of the spikes. Also, yep. the shitty part is you see a gate in the distance falling, so you think, "Oh, I got to mm-hmm. race to get to the other end." No matter what you do, when you get to the close to the door, right. it will close. Yeah, every single time. Yep. And I'm just like, I don't, what are you testing me on? Um, and prior to this point, every time that there is a magic-based puzzle, they put a magic fountain near you. This one did not do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So the only way that I knew to use a dagger and try it was because the camera showed me the button from the door where I was at. Mm-hmm. So I went, oh, shit, let me throw my dagger. And, and, and again, to myself, I thought, every other time that this game... I'm not saying that this is good design. I'm just saying every other time that this game has had an item-based puzzle, they leave you like an unlimited amount of that item to use. Mm. This did not do yeah. that, so I did not think, oh, mm. it's an item puzzle. 
Anyway, so I threw the knife. The knife opens the door ever so slightly, but not enough. And I'm like, well, fuck, what do mm-hmm. I do? Then I tap the shadow magic and, like, throw the knife with, like, the fire element behind it mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's, and what, that's does what does it. it. How the fuck was I supposed to know that? Again, it's this game not telling you things um, that it needs to tell you. There's no fucking way for you to know that. And it's just because they don't really teach you that, that like, the knives explode, uh, like, much at all if if at all i don't remember seeing it yeah i don't um, think like they mention it offhandedly they're like oh your yeah items might be powered up but with your magic now right very much so so it's very it's like a fucking man i don't know it's just it's a pain in the ass yeah and hopefully we don't sound like we're just ambiently complaining to complain uh i'm sure to some it might sound like we're like this game holds our hands too much and then we're like this game doesn't hold my hand enough um well that's it's a, hard well, to that's describe the that's the and that's the thing that's like so weird about it because it's not like it 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 holds your hand too much on the thing. Like I said earlier, it holds your hands on things that it doesn't need to, and it doesn't like not even like I don't need it to hold my hand. It just doesn't explain shit. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then we enter chapter six because this is the weird non sequitur way that we end this chapter is climbing up a shithole tower from a sewer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we begin chapter six, part one, Castle Courtyard. Um, given how little Gabe sleeps, I don't understand how he's functioning <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, however, sign me the fuck up for all of the snowy castles in this game. Uh, this should have just mm-hmm. made this the, the, the main motif. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. Um, everything that we're describing right now, I just need you guys to know is like far longer winded than we're describing it. So I just need you oh, to yeah. know again, at this point, we had been playing for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to, and I also, I had a conversation with Isaac about this. I don't mean to, like, like it's just, this game is so full of padding and filler as to be sickening. Definitely. It's a lot. Like, literally thinking about playing the rest of this game is kind of seeming like a uh, not great <laughs> proposition. <laughs> Right. Um, we're going to do it, and that episode will actually be shorter than this episode because we won't have like a whole primer on Castlevania or a ton of generalities to talk about, but it's like another 10 hours of this. Yeah. So, anywho's it. Uh, we fight another animated... Can we just oh. like... Oh, I just... You go through a courtyard, you fight a thing, you, you fight an animated down a hole. thing, <laughs> drop down a hole, and I just... I really just want to skip over this. That's fine. Yeah. There's like there's like so much. Yeah, it's there's just like, like nothing. We, have to, we dropped down a hole. Yeah, we dropped down a hole. There's kind of like this ha- multi-level dungeon room that I thought was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Well, you drop down a hole, and then you have to fight a bunch of skeletons and a warg that you use to climb up a wall, and then you essentially you go, fight more you, skeletons you, in a hallway, and that's pretty much the whole yeah. <laughs> chapter. That's or the whole that's part, it. and it's a cool area. Like it is a cool area, um, and. Um, it's interesting, but it's just like a yeah. It's just like another. Hey, check out this castle. Now we're fighting. It's like okay, mm-hmm. and then you go up into the fucking maze yep. where the camera decides it wants to change positions every five seconds. Oh, um, the Mandragoras are pretty abs- tough. These little yeah, they, tiny elf. They go people. down really fast, but they can like teleport underground and they like siphon health off of you, and it's, and it's stupid. And there's like a, there's like spiders in this maze that you have to use to solve puzzles. Uh huh. You have to punch a pillar um, that I did not find for a very long time, and I texted Sam and I mm-hmm. said, "I think I'm at my breaking point." Because uh, mm-hmm. you're not about to break. <laughs> Most of these pillars have little tracks on the bottom, so that you know that you can punch them. This one did not, so I literally was trapped in this hedge maze for well, a very long time. It did, but it was yeah, very that's what, that's what well I meant. It was like obscured. Sorry about that. Yeah. 
Um, and then the pillar, like, it's, like, hiding, like, it's hiding behind a camera angle, like, a really weird camera angle, and it's very stupid. You have to punch it to the wall to jump over the hedge maze, um, to the other side, and then you have to use a spider to build some bridges and break down some doors so you can find some goodies, and then you can solve. We get a puzzle the same as that guillotine puzzle, except it's, like, maidens holding blue torches. I did not like this one. Well, yeah, because like you don't know that they're in the right place yeah. until they're they're in the right place, and it's like, well, I don't. know You know what, what was dumb? I don't know how it was for yeah. you guys, but I was like trying for this was like uh, probably fifteen minutes before the podcast we were going to start recording. I was like, crap, what am I going to do? I was <laughs> down to the wire. So um, I was I was stuck on this puzzle for like uh, close to ten minutes. And then I was I, I really wanted to figure it out myself, and I was at the point where I was going to look it up when I just um, uh, rotated the middle one twice, and that was it. Yeah. I did uh. that first on air. <laughs> Isaac had a fucking John Nash like- <laughs> beautiful mind moment where he was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> I can see the numbers. Yeah, well, I was... I was just like, right. I was just going to fuck with it for a little bit. And I was just like, okay, I'll move this one. And then I realized that they turned. I was like, oh shit. So I did it again. It. And then it was just, I was like, no, that was not it for me oh, at all. Okay. I had to rotate all of them like <laughs> six times or some shit. It was yeah, real dumb. God. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and then cue the most minor of backtracks in the history of this entire game just so that these guys can check off. Hey, we had a backtracking element from Castlevania. Ha ha ha. And then mm-hmm. we enter a big door for the 300th time. Yep. Yep. Enter a big door. Castle Hall, part three. And you're, you're in this big old hallway. Um, you have oh, to. Oh, hold like, on, hold on. Th- when you they, go we inside. get the shitty narration at the beginning of this level where it goes into excruciating detail about how high powered <laughs> vampires can dress up like elite humans. Um, and I feel yeah. like they just did that to prime us for a cutscene where we're going to be seeing a bunch of human looking right. vampires. Mm-hmm. Again, it feels like these narration loading screens were written well after the fact just to bridge some sloppy storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Like they explain us like, yeah, the the uglier a vampire is, the newer the vampire. Just cool. like that's something they actually establish. I'm just like fucking okay. Yeah. The one what? cool thing from this level is that you're battling vampires with daylight for a couple rooms. Yes. Uh, but it takes forever to get the windows mm-hmm. open. Like to an excruciating mm-hmm. amount. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. I figured it out. Why are you punishing me for just yeah. trying to do mm-hmm. it? Um, and then after you do it for two rooms where it's a lot of fun, they're just like, and now suddenly the sun has completely <laughs> set. Good luck. Like it's not even gradual. Yeah, it's just, just like, boom, here you go, fuck off. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yep. Because you 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 do this, you you block you block the holes with sun. It's kind of it's essentially like you block um, the like holes the pillars with from, sun. Yep. Um, it's essentially like the pillar thing in the graveyard with the ghouls, except instead of a pillar using the sun. Yes, it's literally um, that. Yeah, but you do that, and then you saw once once all of the enemies are down that are out, and you you essentially block the holes with sun. You do this puzzle, and then it instantly becomes nighttime, and then they all come out. That part was you. actually kind of cool, where you um, have to battle them off until yeah. the door mm-hmm. opens, and then you can just yeah. leave. I was like, hell yeah, yeah. And, and then um, begins this then, mini game. Sam, why did you like this game, and what is it? Um, it's like vampire chess <laughs> with um, one row. It's like vampire yeah, it's chess with row, a roulette you... wheel for some reason and one row. <laughs> well, it's kind of like it's it's like it's like a cross between like 
chance, like luck and like strategy a little bit. Um, you have you have two of each type of monster, which is a vampire, a necromancer, and a werewolf. Uh, a werewolf, yeah. Um, and uh, can I, can I read can I read you one, one quick little description from the from the book? It's called Vampire yes. War Game, <laughs> and it says this is a board game similar to chess, but for two players. What? <laughs> What like fucking what party weird. chess were they playing over at Mercury <laughs> Steam? <laughs> yeah. Six man chess. Fuck with me. They're playing Chinese checkers. That's hilarious. Like, oh, that's nice. hey, <laughs> um, should we explain why we're playing this uh, game? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This little girl that, well, she's a, she's a very old vampire, but she acts the like a centuries old Laura. baby child. Yeah, her name is Laura because, of course, a bitch. Oh my god! Is Laura. What is going on with all this Silent mm. Hill shit? I don't know, um, but she essentially says that um, Gabe is <laughs> Gabe has this argument with her, and it's literally like James is arguing with Laura. It, yeah, it's her it being like, like "Nah," and him being like "Yo," yeah. <laughs> just like I don't have. It's just like this gothic Wednesday Adams looking chick, and she's like, um, "If you," she says, "You should play this game with me." And Gabe's like, "I'm in no mood." Um, I need to find the Dark Lord, and then she's just like, Mother doesn't like visitors, but I'll show you if you play this game. He's like, no, I don't have time. And then she's just like, play! And he's like, fine. And then I was like, no. And then it was like, fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I said, no, Um, hey, skip. And it was like, go along your way. Well, like, it immediately... Like, the puzzles in this game, if you find the scroll, let you skip it. This game doesn't even, like, make you find... It's just like... Uh, here's the rules. Also, you can just skip no. So it's it. like here's no, the rules, like, and if you press A by accident, you just skip, you skip it automatically. It. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I played. I wound up. I wound up ending. So the goal of the game is like each of the three pieces has a special skill. The necromancers um, can attack, but they can also summon like weak zombie tokens to attack as well. Um, the vampires can either attack or they can uh, siphon life to heal themselves, and the werewolves can move extra spaces like a knight. Um, yeah. And in order to essentially you spin the roulette wheel and whatever it lands on is what you get to move. God, chess would be fucking um, insufferable if that was how regular chess worked as well. Oh god, yeah, it would be. But like um I I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I thought um, it was interesting. I, was, I think I was, the 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 enemies all have way too many hit points and so it was like this mm-hmm. shitty like let's corner a piece and mm-hmm. then punch on it for like 2 minutes. And I was like yeah, I'm that's ready. The thing. To, I think if I'm it was more structured in in that way it would have been better but i was more engaged with this than i was with literally anything else in the yeah game. at least it was original i think i definitely give it brown yeah. points like it, it worked i mean it was chess but for two players so i guess it wasn't <laughs> yeah. But, for, yeah, but, but for two players yeah. <laughs> um but you but you essentially you you play this game and you win and she throws it or you skip and you <laughs> win, and you throw, but she uh throws a tantrum nope, no pressure and lets you yeah yeah, she throws a tantrum, but then she's but she keeps her promise and lets you go, and then you go into the kitchen. Hell yeah, yeah. let's talk about this because this is cool, kind of. Yeah. So we entered this little kitchen area, and this very disgusting looking creature that looks like the butcher from Diablo one or three. Stammers. Yeah. His name is Evil Butcher. Yeah, he stammers out with a bunch of dead body parts, puts them on a plate, rings a bell, a bunch of ghouls come out of a trap door, which is like, I don't, what the fuck is the logic here? Like, what's happening? Um, and you come in, um, you can one-shot all the ghouls with your grab attack because they're annoying, and then you discover that you need to ring the bell after you put more body parts, which enable, like it leads to you 
making Gabe sift through human organs in a pile, which cracks me up, and then leaving them on a plate. Yeah. You ring the bell, the ghouls come out, you sneak past them, you climb into their little trap door, and then we we make it into the kitchen where we essentially fight like an angry – he's not even an evil butcher. He's like an evil chef. Yeah. Um, I mean he does a lot of butchering, but he's got like a pot of stuff on him. Yeah, this is um, the most character in a boss environment in the entire game. In my, in my oh opinion. yeah, I love this. Yeah, guy. so this guy like he'll grab like alcohol off the table and drink it and spit fire at you. He'll grab knives yeah, he'll and throw like, them at you. He'll like he'll grab chicken to try and heal himself. It's not Ooh. chicken, baby. That's definitely like some human. <laughs> organs. Yeah, it is, but it's shaped like a it's shaped like a giant That's chicken a drumstick, point. and it's like it's like floor it's like floor poultry, <laughs> but for bosses. Um, but yeah, he, it's a real oops gauntlet Thanksgiving dinner in a barrel situation. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Um, he moves pretty slow, but it's it's essentially the structure. Aside from the like the little personality quirks, which I really liked, um, it's it's the same boss as all the other. Yeah, ones. except he gets really aggressive um, towards the back half and like will not well, stop yeah, swinging. It, yeah. Um, um, when he gets when you get him on the ropes, he will run to the stove, drink what was in the pot, start glowing blue, and then he <laughs> put the pot on his head, rendering him somehow invulnerable. Yeah, how- I was so confused that he kept tapping his helmet. I thought he was summoning creatures. How yeah. long did it take you guys to figure out what to do here? Quite a few. Uh, I had to look it. Up. I think I. You got that. It was glowing bad. for I, me, so I was like, "Ah, oh, let me just." Uh, oh shit! For it real? didn't glow for me at all. Well, it didn't. Oh. Me either. He was just glowing blue the whole time. I did it on accident because after after such a long time, I was just like, "Fuck it!" And I tried to do like a combo, and I jumped, and I just happened to. Yeah. Do so it. you you have to hit his pot. You have to jump and hit the pot, and then it just like pops right off, and you're fine. But yeah, it took me a very long time, yeah. and I was like, I just want to finish this for the show, please. Well, yeah, well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't pop. It doesn't pop off. It spins around, so he's blinded, oh, yeah, and yeah. then you grapple the sword, and then you're doing like a tug of war, and Gabe's just like, <laughs> and he lets it go. <laughs> he does quite literally do that exact in. thing. Yeah, that's it. He smirked. Like, he actually smirked. He showed more emotion in that one smirk than literally the whole entire game. <laughs> and <laughs> lets it go. The, the His sword, it splits the pot open and then impales him in the head. And he's not dead yet. He just looks very concerned and confused. Um, and then, uh, um, then Gabe takes the sword and fucking butchers him. Yeah. Apropos. Yeah. It's pretty great. Uh yeah, so after this you think, oh, what a great way to end the level. We're done here now. No no, you have to go into this giant labyrinth area with the key from the butcher mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. enter this huge open area with these sort of touch points. Um it's like the most of the markers that you have to touch with the colored magics than mm-hmm. there's ever been. There's no real yeah. understandable pattern. And you get swarmed yeah. with four skeletons and an animated armor simultaneously. Yeah. Which I, I, ostensibly you do. I didn't know because I summoned the titty God demon because my spirit has been crushed and I literally. I didn't even. Die. How did you get more? I think. Uh, did I use one on because the Because they I used put one on the, the boss crystals again. in boxes. They're so. I think I used one on the boss so again. Plentiful. I gotta stop using them on the bosses. Stop using them on the bosses. Use them on these. Yeah, so this is literally where more... I had to change the difficulty, because um, I would get through most of it and then would just get like killed at the last second, and I was like, "Fuck this! Yeah. I have to go to sleep, please." It's like one yeah. in the morning. 
Um, yeah, no, that the yeah that you save save the crystals for save Titty Demon for the, the mobs. Sh- the bosses you don't need it. The the super shitty part about this is there are a couple secrets up top. Like I think there's like a life gem and something else. Well, there's a scroll up at an altar up there that oh uh, for the puzzle kind of gives you some clues. Yeah, for the puzzle, and I think yeah. then there's like a or the or the skip for the puzzle. Yeah. If you were so did inclined. you get to the dark? Did you did you do the uh, balance walking across the beams to get to the dark magic crystal up there? Yes, I, here's yes, the I shitty did. part. On accident, because they, they, I, I ran forward too yeah. far, and I was just like, "Oh, I can balance on this." And so, I did well, they that. don't give you any easy way to get down after that. So you literally have to like do this very long balance beam thing twice. Yeah, balance all the way back, and then you can kind of like drop, but they like you can't. Yeah, yeah there's no easy way. Back. Like you guys couldn't give me like a rope to kick down or something. And if you try and jump down, you just die like instantly. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you know what happens when that happens. You have to fight all the skeletons again. Really? I, that's that was the moment for me. Was whenever I like oh, I was I was like no. fucking I'm gonna jump off, and then it was like fight all these things again and i was like no no i don't think so yeah um but yeah so after you kill those things and solve the puzzle which is blue which is blue blue red red blue red yep i think I from right I, to I, left I, or left to right i think from from yeah, left okay. to right i just kind of um, brute forced my way puzzle. through it i was like and great well i i i use some of the clues in the scroll and i kind of figured it out but after a while i was just like these Fuck it. And I just kind of guessed. And then I figured it out. Yeah. And then you go through the door, and then the chapter ends, and so does this fucking episode. Yay. <laughs> Fuck off this game. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, man. So how are you guys feeling about this game currently? <laughs> Tired about it. Yeah. I'm thinking, given how long this episode ran, that we will more than likely actually Literally, have... this is like almost a f- four-hour runtime. That's how crazy yeah, this is. Yeah, so I think we're going to do a, th- a three-parter on Castlevania. Yeah. So we will actually be splitting this episode in half. Chances are you're listening to this as the second part. Uh, but I'm just... We're doing our due diligence. We're putting it here. Uh, we are probably going to record a unique outro for the... Uh, for the uh, thing, or I might just double up and put this twice. I don't fucking know. We'll figure it out. Uh, but we'll just do a quick, unique outro for for part one at some point. And uh, yeah, we'll have to split this guy in half because this is a this is a lot. Um, like I know some. I know like a contingent of people that listen to this show um, like our longer episodes. Four hours. Yeah, now? it's a little. Mm. I think the break stop at three. IMO. Yeah. Um, so yeah, two think, two hours three is like. We, I think we, we, we found our line, and we know we're not going to go past anymore. <laughs> yeah, if we can keep it, I'd like to keep everything below two hours uh, moving forward, but yes. three hours tops. Uh, so yeah, smart move. Um, cool. In general, I feel very drained, and I feel like I'm not seeing... Here's the thing. Even when God of War felt, like original God of War, felt like it had slow points in its pacing, um, I at least knew that there would be some cool shit on the other side. I don't yeah. feel that way with this game. I feel like I'm seeing yeah. nothing new. I'm not being shown anything exciting or surprising. Um, I feel very bored, and like the game is bored of itself. And I don't. I'm very. I'm trying not to be very, very negative on this episode without at least having some sort of reasoning. But like, I'm just finding it very difficult that this game scored as highly as it did. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that's a 
a testament for the fact that like maybe we aren't thinking about it in terms of like when it came out. Well, no, because, well, no, because that's the thing is that 2010, 2010, like this game was contemporary with God, yeah, of, God of War three and with Demon Souls and with uh, with God of War three and Demon Souls and Uncharted and all these games. Like, there's not really an excuse for it. I don't think. Yeah, it's uh. Even if you're like, even like, if you like, like character action beat 'em up games, like Devil May Cry Four, I think was contemporary with this, and like that game's way mm-hmm. better than this. Devil May Cry Four is very good. Devil May Cry Four might be my favorite Devil May Cry. I can't, I can't beat you there, <laughs> but it's a good game. As far as like, as far as like mechanically, yeah. I think. DMC Three is pretty great, but yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a it's a lot. Isaac, I feel like Sam and I have been using this time to bemoan this game. Yeah. Could you let us know how you felt? Granted, you were playing a little under duress, but how did you? How did you? Yeah, feel like I mean, it was okay. I'm, I to me, it wasn't as bad as you guys let on. It was. It was. It is still pretty bad in terms of like content. Um, and now that uh, uh, Sam mentioned about the bosses all being the same, I can kind of see that and. It's, it's, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, there are some forgiving merits, I think, but then it takes like two steps back with, well, that's, that's, I, that's, I can agree with that. Cause like I said, there are like moments like where right. it spikes in quality where it's just like, Oh, Hey, look at this good game that's underneath this. And then like, and after it's done, it's just like, Oh, but then here <laughs> I have to fight three werewolves. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Six times. And then ride a uh, cave troll into a spider, into a <laughs> warg, into a cave troll, a warg into a warthog. <laughs> uh, it just makes you do everything so many fucking times. Yeah. It's like, well, it's the thing we talked about, too. It's just, like, there's so much filler. Like, if they took out, like, like most of the filler. Like, if this game was, like, a really... Like, if this, this game, game was, like, a brisk seven hours, hours oh, yeah, I would have sure. loved it. Yeah. And then I would have oh, replayed yeah. the fuck out of it. I would definitely go back and collect oh, things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, no, it's a 20-hour game that just has so much extra shit padded into it for Yeah, no I don't want to play a game that takes seven hours to get started. Mm-hmm. That that being well, said, I've thing, done like, that I, with I, certain I, games, but not this. I don't want to do that with this game. That review that you sent me, um, Alessio, um, where the, <laughs> where it made the WTF neck, the section talked talked about his neck. I looked at that, and the con section was like how like um, the first several hours of the game. Like this is like I I, I want to here's 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 what yeah, I'm going to say. Predictions for the future. Um, I I want to say that that for some reason this game has taken ten hours to ramp up and that the sec the back half is going to be better. Yeah, based on the the, um, the reveals that I know that happen towards the end from a narrative standpoint, I think there are some good ideas coming. I have no idea yeah. what that means from a gameplay perspective. So I'm hoping like there's there's got to be a reason why this game got such good scores when it came out because like it's not that it's not like. It was, like, for its time revolutionary. Like, there were games around it that were doing the stuff inside of it better. Yeah. So, I... I, I well, certainly a professional I'm, reviewer did not go, oh, man, I just had to grip my teeth through ten hours, but holy shit, does it turn around in the end? Like... Which, yeah, which is weird. So, I don't know. Like, I'm waiting... I'm waiting to find... I'm, I'm waiting, and I... I as, as exhausted as I am with this first half of the game, I am still holding on to my hope that it does get better. Nice. So I, I'm, I'll be cautiously I'm, optimistic I'm looking, going into the end as well. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward ultimately positively, despite everything. So So far, I'm leaning around like a C plus, maybe like a D Mm. plus, Mm, as far as my enjoyment. I would like it to end on a C plus or a B minus, but I'm nervous that I'm going to hover around this like C minus, D plus. I think I can get behind that. Mm. For all things Metal Gear Mondays, consider MetalGearSolidPodcast.com your number one spot to find all the things. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, do all that jazz through there. You can also subscribe to us that way. Um, but the other ways that you can help the show is by telling a friend or rating and reviewing us on iTunes. That would be splendid. Uh, you know where to find us on social media uh, and likewise bit.ly slash MGM store for merchandise. You can find me at AC Summerfield mm. on Twitter, acsummerfield.com. I'm making a movie hateshortfilm.com consider contributing to our crowdfunding or telling your friends sam where can they find you hmm find me on twitter at sandal s-a-n-j-u-u-l i tweet stuff on there um it's funny it can be sad it can be thought-provoking or all three it's all good it it has been all three at once awesome Uh, you can find me on twitter does not have it doesn't have a twit when is the last time I was just going to say, I don't tweet. <laughs> March 2nd, well, 2017. Dang. Wow. Isaac, you should get Twitter on your phone and maybe mm-hmm. tweeting. consider tweeting like once a month or something. Because I don't know yeah. if there's incentive for people to actually yeah, follow you're right. you. Based on you're right. Why are these, these 78 mm-hmm. followers following me? Whoa! Yes, he's got seventy-eight followers, and he's not. Isaac almost anyone. has more <laughs> followers a- than our fucking MGM. Guys, get Twitter on that. Handle. Let's load it up. Yeah, really? we have eighty-seven. We have eighty-seven <laughs> Twitter followers. Isaac has seventy-eight, <laughs> and he. I tweet so much <laughs> hey, more. Hey, it's not. It's not Come a race. On. Isaac is a Isaac is a legend. It's a, yeah. it's a marathon. That's so, insane. Just the thought of him. We'll follow him to the death. <laughs> Jesus. Uh wow. Um I don't know. I want to be buried in a box. Oh my god. There you go. It's just a box. It's just a I think box. we did that one already. Wait, it's just a box. Just a box. It's just a box. Have we done a grave <laughs> chant singing not. version? Because there you go, motherfucker. Just a box. 